Okay, uh, episode five, Eric Hess, Badass Records. Um, why did your parents put put a K on the end of that? <laughs> put what? A K on the end of your, why did they oh. spell your name with a K? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, because everybody else did the C okay. or CK. Okay. Um, Ugh. And so we were, Eric. we're German, we're about like 85% German. Okay. And, you know, Do you so. run in, into many Eric's with K's? I just did yesterday, oh, but yeah, yeah. Th- but otherwise, that's like the only one. Okay, it was just kind of a coincidence that yeah. it happened to be because if we would have had this conversation last week, I would have been like, "It's been forever." <laughs> <laughs> so it just happened that nice. uh, he's uh, affiliated with my new company. Yeah. Uh, so where'd your folks meet? Uh, my parents met in Chicago. That's just where I was born. My dad had already, reti- uh, had already graduated from the University of Denver with a business degree. I okay. was back there working, and my mom was working for the, uh, the, the the Chicago Post. Oh, wait, no, New York Post. So in Chicago. Doing what? Just, I think she's like a secretary type okay. of thing. Answering so, phones? Um, like a, there's a New York Post office in Chicago? I'm pretty sure wow. there was. Okay. I'm trying to Now I'm... Let me see. No, I'm sorry. Saturday Evening Post. Okay. That's All what right. it was. Interesting. Is that right? Rockwell? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. That's what it was. I was totally, yeah. That's the one. So, and then my dad was 10 years, nine and a half years older than my mom, and they met and got how, married. And How many kids do they have? Just me and my sister. And are you the oldest? Yep. Okay. Yep. Interesting. So, you were, were you both born in Chicago? Yep. Okay. And how long were you there? Uh, I was only there through... See, we would have. I was born in '71, and so we moved to Iowa. I think it was in like '76. Iowa, what part? Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. Yep. Des Moines, Desmondes. <laughs> uh, because somebody got a. My a dad job. worked for Amico Oil. Yep. Okay. So my dad, we Amico moved us from there to to Des Moines, Iowa, and then we moved to Kansas City in '84. So. My mom just took care of me and my sister, and my dad provided for the family. Sure. So, okay. Which is quite amazing now because I don't think any, not many people can do that in this I mean, era. Yeah. No. There's, a, there's a family at my kids at our church, my kid's school. Uh, he's a doctor, and they have five, fifth grade and under, uh, and she stays at home. But, I mean, she is a mate. Like, she's really, they're, all of their kids are like, really good athletes they were both super super good hoopers like college yeah like she was she's got a mural there's a thing like a she's in the hall of fame for the lady ruse i'm pretty sure um but i mean she's got all of her kids in like you know a hundred different activities and they're all like competitive none of it's wreck it's like almost (laughs) all competitive um, but yeah, she's she sticks out in that. Like, well, then she's I don't, taking them to practices and stuff. Yeah, so that is way more difficult they than bought, a full time job anywhere she, else. That her their car got stolen like a year or so ago, and they bought like a a sprinter van. I mean, like it's a yeah huge automobile that they just you know you see it. Nope, oh, they're they're you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So eighty four. Where did you? Where did they buy a house? Uh, we moved here. So it was kind of unique because um. I was in middle school at Urbandale Junior High School, and then we got a house in Lenexa, which were like the second house on the street, maybe even the first. And uh, instead of me going back to seventh grade, we waited, and then I I did uh, went back to sixth grade for like two months, and and then went to 
Broadmoor Junior High School. Broadmoor, okay. So I was old for my grade because of that. Was Broadmoor on 83rd? Yeah. Yeah. And just That's east right. of Metcalf. And then it became like a spilly. East, east of Metcalf. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, I used so, so uh, my folks, my dad took a job in South Carolina uh, printing for this company that printed yearbooks. And I was born down there. And then they came back and bought a house at 83rd and Lamar. And I went, I went to kindergarten at a place called Sequoia, which it's been a, it closed after that year. I think that would have fed into South, which the weird thing was Broadmoor fed into West. So, well, the point is like, so we're right, right there at 83rd and Lamar. And then like eight or nine blocks that way was my best buddy. And I feel like I would ride past ride my bike past Broadmoor to get to his house. Yeah. So like lo- uh, yeah. lots and lots of, yeah. Cause there's only, what is that? Like the next main block. I think he goes, doesn't it go Metcalf Lamar? Yeah. 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 And then Null yep. roll. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So definitely. Um, so you guys are in Lenexa. Uh, are either of your folks music people? Are they, would you, uh, I mean my dad, my dad passed away two years ago, August. And, oh, wow. That's um, right. Yeah, and he definitely was a music person. He would go to concerts. Um, I mean, he got me into like, like, like I don't really know any. I just started listening to country music, like in, when I met Candy. But there was some like he loved Alabama, okay. loved Alabama, loved Eddie Rabbit, nice, um, loved the Doobie Brothers. So he would always have records playing at the nice. house all the time. And now I was. I mean, I was I loved music so much that I used to listen to like the top forty. Oh yeah, and I'd have a pad of paper and I'd write where they were this week, where they were last week, the name of the artist and the song, and I freaking did that like shit every Casey Sunday. Kasem, yes, top four, nice. yeah, yeah, and I had like a whole notebook <laughs> full of it, and I did that. And, you know, like it's all about statistics, and I was all about music and baseball cards. God, I just so I had books like that with my with the music. You know, and then, which is, I didn't even grade the music or say, well, because I loved all music. Yeah. Like, I just freaking love music. I mean, if you think about music, it's the only thing that has been with me my entire life. Wow. Through every, you know, high and low, my dad's death, my first marriage, my second marriage. I mean, my kids being born, like, it's the only thing I can say. No music memories from Chicago, though. They all kind of sprouted. Uh, Yeah, because you really don't remember stuff before you're five. Yeah. You know, like, at least that's what I've kind of, you know, even though I've seen records my dad played. Sure. Like, oh, I remember that. But, you know, it's from the memory. So he had, uh, did he have a decent vinyl collection? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And probably, golly, they probably had three, four hundred albums i mean over whatever time and frame it, where i have no idea what happened to him. oh no I know. way i have a feeling wait did your folks were they still together when he passed oh yeah yeah okay. they had already moved to their new house but like my i just know they're packed somewhere in that basement oh so, so they're still in oh the yeah they, possession my mom of, doesn't throw away anything okay so yeah they're they're somewhere i just haven't found i haven't even found my old record collection and i just moved you know to spring hill in uh in june and I have records. I have a record collection from when I was a kid. Now, it's not as anywhere close to my CD collection that I have. Right. Uh, nowhere even close. But that, those records are somewhere, and I don't know where they're at. So take run me through. Okay. Because you said something about uh, the row house, but you 
the house that you were married to your first wife in, you stayed in there for a little bit and then you sold it and you got a place near that place. Yes. But that was when I was opening up standees. So she kind of like, we weren't planning on moving. I didn't want to move. And then all of a sudden, you know, I was working six, seven days a week, getting that place open 12, 14 hour days. And, uh, she just packed all the shit up and moved to this, <laughs> the house close to us. And I haven't seen the records since then. Um, Wait you know a minute. What? I have seen them since then. No, I saw them then. It was when we got, when she moved out, when we were getting divorced. That's, that's, and I moved out of that house. That's the last time I saw them. Yeah. That, so so yeah. you moved out of that house, but you moved into another place near, near yeah. that house. Yeah. Less than half a mile. And away. then what has happened house wise since then? Oh, geez. So since then, I moved, I stayed in that house too long after getting divorced. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah. And, uh, and then basically was trying to find a place and I ended up moving in with my sister for like three months Okay, just to try to get things sorted and get in that, you know, sell that house. And just, and so I did that. It might've even been, it might've been like two and a half months. And then I moved into an apartment okay. with my kids, um, with my three kids. And then right there, that was Corbin, Corbin, um, what the hell is that called? 135th and and all basically okay uh, and then crossing i think that's what it's called and then um candy had her house in maryville and so yeah in maryville so then we decided she was going to sell her house i was in that apartment for two years oh wow and then we got that rental house that we were in which was COVID hit, where which was at, at sylvan lakes by oh. basically over in the park right by blue valley high school okay but we were only planning on being there a year you got that place and she sold her yeah place. she sold her okay. place so then she sold her place like a month after we got that place, and then she moved all of her stuff down, which was funny because she hadn't even unpacked all of her stuff from that move. So we've actually now almost have everything unpacked at this house. But I mean, you still have stuff elsewhere. I do. I actually have stuff at my parents' house still, okay. my mom's house now. So but gotten. all of the belongings between you and your ex were sorted out uh-huh. long. Well, so- yeah, except for I found some things moving to this house. I'm like, oh, I don't want this stuff and i gave it to her oh, okay know, like how are things so, with you guys these days with my ex-wife yeah uh i mean you, you when did you give her these things oh i gave them to my kids and then I gave oh them okay okay yeah because <laughs> uh, no, no, it always it hasn't been like it's not, amazing no and no, is no, it has unfortunately. it gotten any better or just stayed the same no, it's okay. pretty much stained the shitty ass thing it is but but you're you should be running out of so JC Colton and, and Logan Logan and, mm-hmm. and what JC's the baby. Yep. And, Col- and she's good because she's seen all the stupid stuff her brothers have done. Right. So. Colton is yeah. the, the oldest. At, no, Colton's the youngest. The, He's a freshman at K state. Okay. In, in the same house I was in. Okay. Sigma Phi Epsilon. Right. Kansas beta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JC though is how old? 14, 14. Yep. Okay. So you got four years left of uh-huh. pos- yeah. possible reasons to yep. have an argument and yeah, then you exactly. should be out of reasons right until weddings uh what do you what do you mean what do you envision like bitching about who's oh, got to pay don't. for stuff or uh, who's what's the guest list i mean yeah, uh, who knows it's i mean i'm not worried about it it's just that i mean i know i'm gonna have to talk to her that at that point so but you can you manage everything via text or yeah pretty much okay. oh yeah yeah, that's oh. a good thing about texting. There's a plus because otherwise I can't think of a plus versus just talking to somebody. 
Yeah, it's it's a I mean, really it's a cop out kind of. I mean, you could get a lot more accomplished, I guess, than picking up the phone. But well, it allows you to just do things on your own time and at your own pace, and uh, I don't know, man. Like you know, like booty calls when you're single type of thing. I like mean, you wake up at two in the morning, like, hey, what you wake? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that wasn't for you. <laughs> Wait, uh, wrong Barbara. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so your dad's record collection is somewhere around. Mm-hmm. Uh, when's the last time you looked through it? No. Years? Oh, yeah. I mean, there, it I might be. I wouldn't be able to tell you. Which, I mean, I would notice. Like, I mean, I know he had the doors. He listened to the nice. doors. Um, Led Zeppelin. But, there, um, but I ask because there's a decent chance that there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now will oh, yeah. your sister, yeah, yeah. like if you just said, if you said, I want this, would your sister? Oh yeah. She wouldn't. She wouldn't it. care. She's not musical. I mean, she, she doesn't love music like Candy and I love music. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, there's not many, I mean, not many people cause we do the same job. So we drive around a lot. Yeah. And like a lot of people listen to the NPR radio, yep. listens to books or, um, you know, broadcasts where I'm always listening to music. Like I've got okay. my Sirius XM, I've got Sirius XM on, and I've got from hip hop nation to country to um, ninety like nineties um, sure. music. What you listen hair, to on the hair, way over here? To everything, I listen to the Pulse. I listen to um, the uh, country station, which I don't know. I can never think of what it's called. I just want to say Hurricane, but that's a Luke Combs song. Um, and then Hip Hop Nation, um, Hair Nation, uh, Lithium. Okay. So I listen to songs on every single sta- sure. every single one of those stations. Uh, so, but that's in the car. What do you? What's your medium for when you're at home? Uh, mostly, I use my cell phone. I use uh, Spotify. Okay. Um, most of the time, but we've got like this awesome speaker where, where Candy I can roll stuff under that. And she has, she doesn't have Spotify. She has another with all of these songs, you know, that have been built up. And I'm building up my Spotify right now. Okay. You know, by, I mean, I listen from like the Beastie Boys to Pearl Jam to Luke Combs to Eric Church to Guns N' Roses. Wow. NWA. Yeah. I mean, Smashing Pumpkins. Sure. I mean, you name it. I'm all over the place, but it's just. Are are you still like accepting new artists and songs into you? You're not just okay. No, no. Like you know, my one of my two of my really good friends love Whitespread Panic, and I went to Manhattan um, with one of them in his car, Sam, and and he loves Whitespread. And I mean, he put that on, and it was just awesome. Do you any idea what it was? Um. He likes the live yeah, music, yeah. where I like the CDs. I've got, I think, four widespread CDs. Which ones do you have? Ain't Life Grand. Yeah, really um, good one. The one with the girl with the butterflies. Every day. Yes. That's Angelina Jolie. Is it really? Yeah. So that's my favorite it's one by so far. Fucking like good. I, I can, and, and the thing is, I couldn't even tell you every the name of every song. Sure. But when I throw that thing on, it's start to finish. I just got every goosebumps. single. Yeah. It yeah. really. I, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Space Wrangler, is that the one that's kind of got silver cover? It's it's like uh, it's kind of like a kind of a blurry image of a, a, a guy. I don't know, it's like a guy doing a karate move or something. But it's got like chili water on it. I don't know. I can't. I'm not describing yeah. the cover art right. But it, it's 
Everyday and Space Wrangler came out. They, those were two and three. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I probably do have that one then for sure. Yeah, uh, and then I would have the one after that. I think I had... Was... Ain't Life Grand was four. Okay. So and then... then I think bombs and butterflies that's, is five. Yeah, that's also the, that's the last one. one I got. Same, yeah. same. Yeah. After that, I was just kind of like, I don't, I don't know. Anymore. You go see them still, don't you? Um, not really. I mean, uh, I've, I have like, uh, my former boss got a ticket. He got tickets, and I, I mean, I don't know. It's been. Yeah. I usually go if somebody is a bigger fan than me, and they invite me, but I don't. I'm right. not on the panic circuit at all um but man uh like yeah. my friends just went to the one to their their three four day show down in the bahamas i think it was oh wow Mex- no it's in mexico. mexico mexico everybody's doing that so, these days yeah dead and, and company fish uh yeah. widespread in fact uh fish just did three days and the first day that's who you go see still yeah fish. they had yeah. uh dave matthews played with them and then when they're Stint, you know, their three days or whatever were up. Everybody, let, I, well, I mean, Trey was still around and he, he played with my morning jacket, which, whatever. But, um, yeah, that's that's where I'm dialed yeah. in. I'm not, pan, pan, I love those early Panic albums, but um, I'm not live. I'm just like, it's all right. Yeah. I think I had one Fish CD and then the Trey Band. Okay. I had one of their CDs. Okay. Do you um, remember which Fish you had? Or what color it was? It's the one with the guy's face, kind of. Oh, Billy breathes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so that, that CD really well around his face. That's uh-huh. a really good record. Yeah, uh, really good production on it too. I mean, all of theirs have good production, but it's really weird. Like, <clears throat> it never was on my radar uh, how much the fingerprint of, of a producer is on a record until, like. Well, when I got married, uh, Neil Diamond put out a record called, uh, it's called like 12 or 12 songs or something like that. Um, and Rick Rubin produced it oh, yeah. and he's yeah. done countless, you know, like, especially like Beastie Boy, like he's done a ton, yeah. but he sent him like up into a, this cabin and he, he just worked on songs with this guitar for X number of days or weeks or whatever it was and then came down and played the stuff for him and he's like go back up there and like it's <laughs> such a good record that's pretty freaking cool yeah actually um so all right dad's vinyl is kind of your uh his vinyl collection was your kind of your baptism your christening into the world of yeah, music but i wouldn't even say that as much because i mean it was but then i i, lo- I had tons of cassette tapes mm. you know yeah, like well, i had a pull out alpine cassette you know and i mean like God, motley crew um ario speedwagon van halen yeah yeah um, but i mean but but you're 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 skipping over the period of time where dad's music was what you're listening to into the yeah, beginning, I, the yeah, beginning of you buying. But music. that was only, I mean, I probably listened to my dad's music till I was about six. Okay. And I probably started buying music when I, I know I think I started buying music when I was seven. What'd you buy first? Queen, the game. Wow. Okay. That's a pretty good record. Yeah. That was um, my first one. Um, God, what's, I don't know. I'm trying to think of some of my other albums. I know more. I remember more about my, my cassette tapes than I do. Um, God, what was another one? I can't think of any of the other albums. Where would you buy? 
um, <laughs> through the mail. The, the, the sign up. Stamp. <laughs> you pull the stamps and you put them down. I remember I'd pull, because you got those all the freaking time. So I'd be like, man, these are freaking cool. So then I'd like pull the stamps off and rank the records because they were, I already had them and shit. This is like uh, the <laughs> like, Columbia House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bought, you know, 13 for a penny. Yeah. And then you got to buy something for. Or you get 13 for a penny, but you got to buy that. Yeah, you get 13 for a penny and then you buy like six more albums over the next right. two years. And did you something. do it? Oh, yeah, okay. I did actually. I feel like yeah. I, I, want, I signed up, for, I think I signed up for that more than once and then maybe didn't fulfill my end of the obligation and yeah. just start getting yeah people did that then you get these warnings I yeah think, i probably might have i think i might have joined that damn thing probably three or four times yeah. and probably the last time i did i probably fell on that list yeah of not following through but or saying that wasn't i don't know i didn't do that so um this is like i said the fifth episode and uh you are the second Broncos fan. Uh, episode one was a Broncos fan. Uh, that obviously says that we have really great taste in music and football teams. I mean, you're or you're just it's pretty much what, that or said, you're just guys I know me. that said yes to doing <laughs> this. Um, so, uh, what do you think about the trade, Russell Wilson? Mm-hmm. I think that I mean we gave a ton to the Seahawks. I mean more than two firsts, two seconds. Yeah. Drew Lock, Noah Font. You know, yeah, exactly. Uh, Fant was our first round pick a few years ago. Drew Lock was basically our first number. One. I mean, he needed to go away. Thank goodness. I don't, it's just worth that. Actually, now that I reflect on it, that's a great trade because we sent him to Seattle. Don't think you overpaid. Uh, as long as he stays healthy, we did not overpay. Okay. If he gets hurt, that's not good. So what? it's I, I have to wait to see how the season unfolds. I mean, I know he'll perform. Sure. What I mean, did, what what was your opinion of him before the trade? I actually liked Russell Wilson. Okay. I mean, we played against him in the Super Bowl. I mean, I've always you you, you, you played. You got on a plane. <laughs> I'm not sure you played. Okay. Well, that was, that was so in New great. York. It was too cold. That was a real cold Super Bowl. And should never have Super Bowls in cold weather states. Mm-hmm. Period. Why? Because you're just a little but more crickety. I hate the cold. Everybody I plays. Know I'm older now. Everybody plays for 17 weeks. A, a good chunk of games people are playing in cold weather. I know. So, but the Super Bowl should not be one of them. Mm-hmm. Because I want to go to the Super Bowl and I don't want to go where it's cold. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't realize. Is, it, it is, is about me. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Is, is the NFL just aware? Just to make sure you know, okay. the question right. was directed toward me about Russell Wilson. So I'm just, you know. Um, have you seen his, it's not new, but have you ever seen his Mr. Unlimited video? Russell Wilson's? Yeah. Is it like a rap video? No. No. Hmm. It's just uh, he decided that he needed to have an alter ego. <clears throat> and so he decided on calling himself Mr. Unlimited. And he's he's just walking around his place with his phone. And his what's his wife? Is she a singer or a some, she's an actress, isn't she? I feel like I feel like she's an inter, uh, entertainer because I thought somebody I thought he like bought the rights to her masters or something. Okay, I haven't read that much about. Russell, well, so anyway, I don't so really shit, what he does in his personal life as long he, as he performs on the field for the Denver Broncos. Yeah, he <laughs> literally. So he's walking around and he's like, and everybody has to have an alter ego. I figured out what mine is, and it's unlimited. 
and then she he's like people people always ask me who's your source of inspiration i mean it's not be carol man it's me because i'm unlimited and he just goes on at like what? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll I'll send it to and you. This is something he's done recently. Yeah, I mean, like a couple years ago, uh, a few years ago. Um, but oh my, uh, but that's gonna come out here. No, I mean, there's nothing. It's just goofy. There's nothing creepy or oh, okay. you know oh, okay. scandalous so about he was being funny. Uh, I think he was being himself. Okay, but he wasn't like serious. Like join my unlimited club no, or some kind of no bullshit. it's just it's just weird, okay. man. Um, I can deal with that. Though. But it does. Uh, Make the AFC West loaded. Your QB's getting married today in Hawaii. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I, there's a chance I mean, that Justin Hubert Herbert is, is is maybe the best. Yeah, I mean, I in mean, the division, he's I don't young. He's younger than Mahomes. Yeah. Um, and then and they just got Khalil Mack. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah. And then he'll uh, be the Mack attack for and the then Chiefs. The <laughs> Uh, Amari Cooper was just traded to the Browns this morning. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, I started watching baseball actually today. I was watching baseball for the last three hours. What's this? Three hours? Yeah, because they were, I was so just upset. I didn't think there'd be a season. I haven't watched zero. So now that I know there's a season. What were you watching? They're not MLB Network. But there's not games happening. No, they're not. But they're talking about the teams and all this three stuff. Three hours watching people talk today. about baseball. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Today. Um, I won't do that every day, though. What? So, what do you? What? Derek Carr. I mean, what's the? Have we seen his ceiling? Has, has I think so. Okay. I do. I don't know. I, I don't think. Um, if you're in charge of the Raiders, are you moving on? Or are you sticking? Going to see one more year? I mean, I would maybe draft somebody in the third or fourth round, a quarterback that's you know like a bigger six four six five frame. I don't know who the, all the quarterbacks are coming out this year, but I would stick with them for one more year and make sure he improves over last year. Right. Um, because he has some, he just has some really bad games, some really average games. Yeah. Um. So no, I think he. I mean, I think he's definitely the fourth in our AFC West. I agreed. Agreed. What? I mean, so what? I, I still have to say, I mean, it's hard between Peyton and, I mean, not um, Patrick Mahomes and Hubert. Uh, as being who's one. No, I two. think if you if you right now today, I think you go Mahomes Herbert. Wilson Carr, but yeah. that could change, you know, week two know. of the season. It could. Um, it could change week one if if Russell Wilson does what Peyton Manning did for us. Which first was game, I think he threw like four hundred and twelve yards his oh. first game or something. And like then that. he broke his neck and he could only throw it for like no, six that was yards. For the Colts. No, no, no. Dude. <laughs> the last season he played was I mean, he oh, was yeah. he had a hard time with his release and I the, think it was. They neck. switched his helmets, and he couldn't quite get it used to his helmet on his head with his neck, and it fucked up his whole game. Is that true? Okay. Uh, fascinating that you mentioned uh, <laughs> that used to do the with the pad of paper and the and the music and the uh, baseball cards, or uh, was it baseball cards? Yeah, baseball cards. Yeah. So you would write stuff down about baseball cards? No, I would. Let me think about this. Okay, so. I would literally keep scores of baseball games, not just the Royals, but any game that I watched. I would have a notebook like with the batting people batting, like and the A's struck beat out, the like, White Sox today, and 
And I would have, yeah, I would have the statistics. I, if I listened to the game, I'd write the statistics down. If I didn't listen to the game, I cut out the statistics on the uh, out of the paper and, and glued it to my pad. Wow. And how did you, where did you, where was this idea born from? I don't know. At that point, I was, you know, whatever, seven, eight, yeah. nine, ten, you know, so... I just, I mean, I played outside a lot, but yeah. then when I, that's what I did with my free time is the music. I mean, I remember laying over my bed and listening to my stereo and then cutting out the baseball stuff, you know, and like I said, whatever Casey Kasem, the top 40, I would do that. And I think it was Sundays. I'm pretty sure. For sure. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I just love And then of course, you know, later on fast forward when I'm in college, you know, I'm acing statistics one, statistics two, like I even, it's like the one and economics for whatever reason I, especially the stats i didn't have to even like study outside of class like it just came so natural wow but i can't say that about many other college courses <laughs> 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 that's one and two i just love numbers uh at some point uh the the stats and the numbers evolved i believe into this remarkable affinity for memorabilia <laughs> yeah. Uh, when did that start? Probably around the baseball cards, honestly. Um, the cards and cards and cards, I'd say. But then, and I had like ticket stubs. I had autographed baseballs. Um, didn't really have jerseys. And then literally, I was the GM at Coyote Grill in Mission Mall and the security guy of the mall. Of course, we knew him I mean, because we worked six days right. a week, you know between 10 and 14 hour days same as Jim and he was going through a divorce and he knew we always talked sports and stuff and he's like I will give you like basically he sold me which now the value of the stuff he sold me I mean like if I found the right people to sell it to would be I don't know probably $80,000 worth of stuff that he Sir, gave that me that you still have I have some of it. What happened? I've, so, I've sold some okay, of it okay. when I was going when I, we were stuck yeah. in that rental house. Yeah. I had to sell some stuff because, yeah, twenty four hundred dollars and being furloughed during COVID and me losing my oh, job yeah. for yeah. almost six months. Candy and I didn't have jobs, so that's why we got stuck in the house. Okay, because she was okay. furloughed and I left the golf course or the golf course let me go. So, but um. What was the question? Security guard. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, how that's that. how, yeah. Um, so basically, he unloaded Derek Jeter game worn autographed jersey, Derek Jeter bat, Derek Jeter batting helmet, Cal Ripken autographed um, jersey, autographed baseball, Marino autographed. I see Marino helmet already. Um, Marino helmet, Elway helmet, both real helmets, not just the replica ones. Right. Um, Golly, there was a few other things too. Oh, uh, the Marino is a, uh, autograph helmet and a, and a jersey. Nice. Very standard. No isotoner. No isotoner gloves in there. No. Remember those? Yes. Take care of the hands and take care of you. God, he did those commercials aired for years. <laughs> I feel like he just did a retro one too. Oh man. But anyway. Uh, yeah. So he did actually. Are you are are you so you're. Your GM and Coyote Grill when you acquire that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and the the point was I sold, so I, I, he wanted a grand for that, 
And then I sold, I had probably a hundred thousand baseball cards at that point, And I sold about 60,000 of them wow. to my bookkeeper because she was wanting to get started collection for her son. Okay. And so I got rid of those for about the same amount of money. So basically I didn't exchange money, but I exchanged over half of my cards for this memorabilia. Cool. And so then that's how I kind of started gaining momentum. I had like some chief stuff. I had Royal stuff. I have local Kansas city stuff, but that's when I kind of expanded some of my memorabilia to other teams and of course i loved elway so that yeah how did the broncos like, thing happen again what do you mean like how did you oh how am i a broncos yeah. fan because it's the best team in the nf afc west sir i mean this, i'm just waiting for you to i should have brought some up this here. this is a, a non-fiction <laughs> podcast we don't have creative liberties to just speak lies uh what color is your gatorade <laughs> Exactly. What uh, color is the cup and Gatorade together, yeah. Blair? Uh, if God's mm. not a Broncos fan, yeah, why are sunsets I mean, orange and blue? <laughs> no, my dad went to the University of Denver. Okay. And okay. he graduated from there. And then my grandparents and my aunt and uncle lived there my whole life. So basically, we would go to Denver at least four times a year, if not okay. like six times a year, every single year as a kid. You know, all the way until... I mean, I kept going there. You right. Know, like the Rockies came, I go to the Rockies right. games. I, you know, and when I was at K State, we'd drive because there was people that were in my house from Wichita and a lot of Wichita people like the Broncos. So there was literally like eight of us in our house and we would go to at least two games a year from Manhattan. Wow. So instead uh, of going to Chiefs games. Never been to an Avs game? Yes, I have. Okay. Uh huh. Oh, cool. yeah, and the Nuggets. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I love the Rockies, though. Who's, I saw the Rockies play at Mile High Stadium before their stadium was done. Nice. The first year that was they that played. Was that 96? Was that when Coors Field? I think it was 96 or 97. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, something right around there. Pretty wild to be uh, having debuting your expansion MLB team like within a handful of months before your uh, you know, almost 40-year-old uh, NFL franchise wins back-to-back championships. And... Not to mention the fact that the Avs had just won one yeah, right then, too. Yeah, and the Avs won it in 95. Yeah. Um, and the Nugget, who's who's that, like, insanely, who's the powerhouse guy that the Nuggets I don't, I don't really pay okay. attention to the NBA okay. anymore. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I couldn't But tell you. would you say that your affinity for memorabilia is as strong as it is today as it was when you started or has it tapered or it's grown tapered off. it's okay. tapered off just because of all the covid stuff that went through i promised my wife i wouldn't buy any more cards and i haven't or memorabilia so i've kind of put a halt to it all um and i tr- was trying to sell some of it on ebay but then because that's how you're supposed to get rid of cards yeah and i've got graded cards i have lots of really good cards but i just didn't did, did you did you make that promise to her before she was your wife and then you were on the sly buying stuff anyway? <laughs> no, no, that was or, my first no, wife when no, I was doing that you were, Okay, but wait, was there a, a, a wrapping, like you bought something no, and, no, and, and, and like gave it to yourself for Christmas? Was there, no, did I hear? I did not do that, no, okay. but. All right. I, I think that she did when we were in that house. She was noticing at one point there was the same size boxes coming and there were bobbleheads, sports bobbleheads. So I think after uh, five or six of those, I think she that's when she kind of said, you need to quit with the bobbleheads. I was like, you know, I'm going to quit with everything. All right. So, yeah. But you is is everything on display or is it? Uh, I mean, actually, yeah. It was awesome. So Candy's like, yeah, you got the basement, you know, and the guest, uh, her, which is her office, but it was like the guest bedroom. And then we have an unfinished part where we just got the dartboard up. 
but we're, we have to sell this furniture that she was refurnishing to make room for the ping pong table, which is the plan. And then the pool table is going out where we have a, a second table and where all of my jerseys are and, and stuff. So, and Ooh. then we're building these t- top shelves, kind of like what you have here. But if that was a shelf a little bit lower, all along, uh, when you come down the stairs, and that's where I'm going to have all the bobbleheads. So okay. right now the bobbleheads are an unfinished part, but they are unpacked. Pool, um, ping pong, and darts in yep. your basement. Yep. Is there a bar down there? Uh, No. No. There is not, but... Is there a bathroom? Uh-huh. Nice. And a shower. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, and great. it's a walkout. So okay. it's a walkout. So the cool thing we did, though, is... We have a deck, too, that's pretty good size and covered. Well, we didn't do stairs going down because they're like 7500 bucks for the builder to do it. And we're like, we're just squeaking in to get into this house and get out of that rental. And so it's kind of cool because now up there, you got a fan, and that's where we grill. And we have a TV we put out there. And then down below, it's completely separate. We have another TV and a table there. We're going to eventually put a hot tub down there under Damn. the covered part. So, But we've got to keep Spring digging Hill. ourselves. Out. What? This is in Spring Hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Spring Hill. So yep. what, like 30 minutes to get here? It was. That, that's why I was late because oh. I was thinking like for my old house, it was like exactly 35 minutes to get. Uh, yeah. But I actually yeah. made it in 30. Nice. So small, yeah, small pleasures of like. It when is. You, when you set, I know you use your Waze app, but when you set, when you hit start yeah. and it gives you the time, and yeah. you're shaving minutes, you're <laughs> yeah. always like. Well, because I told you two fifteen, and really it said two nineteen, uh-huh. but I got here at two. I think twelve. 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it actually shaved off to my advantage. <laughs> so. Uh. So, um. How is married married life the second time around? Oh, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Never Absolutely. have moments where you're like, why the fuck? No. Okay. Never. So no. was is okay. So if you could try to tell me the ratio of. Uh, you know, you, um, and the person that you are as, as far as like somebody to be married to now versus back then, uh, that, that, I mean, that has to be a a part of it too. And, And then also like just choice and partners, right? Yeah. Like, so, um, if you would have met, how old were you when you got married the first time? 29. Okay. If you would have married Candy at 29, how do you think it would have gone? Oh, uh, I, I mean, I was in the restaurant business. Right. So it wasn't, I was not the, a good person to be married to being a restaurant manager. So it just happened to be that my first wife was my a server of mine and she was finishing up nursing school yeah. at Wichita State. So we were around each other all the time and... She, you, got, you guys got married because that's what we think we're supposed to do. Yeah, kind of. I mean, well, honestly, I got married to her because she was the first girl that I dated that didn't annoy me in some way. Okay. <laughs> that I didn't at one point be like, man, you need to go home. I need to go home. We need to go to a different room or something. Like, it was just like I, I never got. And every other person I dated prior to that, that popped up, that happened at some point. So, yeah. Um, People are annoying. Whether right or well, they can be. I mean, I have a lot of patience, I think, yeah. too. So, but, but when it all kept said and done, she grew up and I didn't, is what the whole reason we got That's, divorced. I was curious if there was any of that. Yeah. In there, like, I'm, I'm young at heart and I, uh, 
I'm like a big kid, I guess. Candy even says that at times. Yeah. I mean, but she likes, you know, I mean. She but you like what, what you like. Too. I yeah. mean, you know. there's something, it's hard to put a value on uh, knowing what you like, knowing what you like, and then like having those things, if they're in your life, continue to just give you joy. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, but yeah, man, I, uh, it's. Uh, well, would, how would you answer that question? It's, I'm, I'm, I was just kind of trying to head that direction um it's really hard for me to like i can't just you know like a surgeon go in and take the restaurant industry out and look at it objectively because i was in the you know she was a server i was chef and um that's not even an option like that's how much it's in my blood the restaurant industry. well i know i know <laughs> but i mean i i try to I, I know they i'm imagining that they exist but there are probably restaurant people i know i know there are uh that have good healthy marriages you know um but first marriages well yeah i i i don't know i think so i think i don't i can't think of any i think of i i wander often about like colby and megan Geralt's. you know their first that was their first i I don't know i don't know uh but it feels like they've been together forever so but um, for some reason, I don't think. I think one of them was married. When, okay. Before. Okay. So aren't, weren't they from Wichita? N- I mean, I don't know about Megan, point? but Colby went to East with me. But didn't he? What, he never ended up in Wichita. He, he might have. Yeah, he might have. But um, so you were in Lancer, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, so were you at South? I was at Shining Mission West. West. Take a liking to a Viking. Take a liking to a Viking. Okay. Yep. Um. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's really hard. I'm just now, I think, at 47, sort of able to look back on chapters of my life. Um, and I, I don't know if I would have had, you know, like a 9 to 5, Monday through Friday kind of job if things would have been different. Probably not. You never um, tried that when you were in college or anything like that? No. Like that type I, of job? I mean, I started in the restaurant business when I was 16, 15, 16. Um, I started in, in the, I worked in a grocery store, and the I, meat department. I, yeah. That's how I, yeah, I started. And I did, uh, you know, I did like when I was finishing college, uh, and then a- after I graduated, I, I did some social work stuff, but I it didn't pay very well, so I was still, you know, in the restaurant business, bartending, expoing, whatever. Was that your degree? Social work, uh, psychology, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, so uh, I'm not sure that I would have been a good husband, not to say that I was a bad one, but like you know, like really good, like just somebody that yeah, everybody's like, ah, I bet that guy's you know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, but that's bullshit. But the same is true. I could say the same for her. I mean, we were uh, years into like things were already kind of falling apart, and when at the point that she realized, and then informed me of some things personally for her that she had carried with her her, her whole life that you know she never told you. Before well, I don't, uh, it, she, she didn't realize until um, she started going to seeing a therapist oh, yeah. and not that she had never seen one before, but this particular therapist, she realized cause she, she has a younger sister and the younger sister is like notoriously, uh, like she was a, a challenging baby. Uh, 
like just it, it was rough on she was dropping her head too many times no she was just uh needy and like her, her the, the, their mom always says colicky um isn't that all females <laughs> no comment but um but the point is that uh the vibe that was i don't know that it was necessarily ever said to her but the vibe that she felt often in her home was you got to Keep doing you. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay out of trouble because we're we're busy dealing with this baby over here, and you know, on some sense, everything else got pushed on the back burner. And then so, um, so she ultimately discovered um, that she had always felt alone, and and didn't want to feel alone, uh, and then also wanted to feel cared for. Um, but I mean, we're in this house and expecting number two and things are tough. I'm still chefing when she realizes that. Uh, and it was like, well, I mean, I hope that you wanting to get married or choosing me for your part. I like, I hope that you didn't, you weren't hoping for me to, that I would fix those things because like we're in this too deep, for me to like start over and approach it with that knowledge. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cause I came home, uh, and she was, uh, I mean, six months pregnant, I think standing in the family room where the, where we just were with the dogs and she was crying and I was like, what, what's going on? And she's like, um, we're barely, doing this with one baby what are we going to do when the second baby gets here and i was like yeah man i don't know and that's when i reached out to like um you know all the purveyors so, you know i like get me a, somebody hire me please get yeah. me out of this um but did you really okay so that is ex i mean exactly that was like ultimatum i was given and we were kind of on a different going on a different direction and that's why we had jc but did you truly want to get out of that out of the, the restaurant? restaurant business yeah um i mean, I, you missing out on your daughter's uh, life all of it like yeah you were? yeah 100 she was only four at the time she was two oh they're two years apart they're three years apart oh, okay but gotcha she she's a december baby he's an october baby um because that was what happened to me but i didn't want to get out of it like well I was she like, didn't it, it wasn't was an ultimatum an, no it wasn't an ultimatum it was like this like real raw genuine panic like holy shit look at we've got this mortgage and a second baby on the way and things are so and and when i was uh the chef job i had then i i, I had a deal with the gm uh where i would bail at like 5 five fifteen on mondays and i would pick her up uh, and I would bring her home. Um, and if I ever had a day off uh, or two, uh, like not actually going at all, yeah, yeah. sometimes you're there on your day yeah. off and oh, yeah. For meetings you know, the old or... clerks, I'm not even supposed to be here today, yeah. but, uh, sleep and do laundry. And then it was right back into it. And, you know, in that cycle, weeks become months become years quickly yeah and all of a sudden you're well, like i think it could still be that way if you're yeah. not careful yeah you know, if people aren't careful yeah and that's you know all of that is um you know assuming that you're making 
quality life decisions and being health conscience conscious and you know you just you go in you do your job you leave even if it's an 18 hour day and you turn it off and you rest and but then you throw in you know the party element of the restaurant business and then you're i mean you're not you're not you're definitely not getting your best potential self out of bed every day because you're not if you're yeah because you're gonna drink anywhere from having one glass of wine up to Oh, two and a half hours later, yeah. after I got off work, it's like, oh, shoot, it's midnight or 1230 and yeah. I get home or two. Yeah. yeah. And then I get home and yeah, you get up and you're like, I gotta be back there at 10 or nine or yeah. eight. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. I gotta pee. I'm gonna take a quick break. <laughs> um, so anyway, man, it's, uh, it's really hard to, uh, imagine, you know, a lot of different things like i just i don't know i i wasn't i wasn't ready i ready developed mature a lot of different things to get married um but that's what we think we're supposed to do i don't know and luckily i think people are waiting longer now from maybe. what i from what i've heard like the age now the average age is like 32 i just heard that the other day wow so a majority of your whatever they are, they're not millennials, what are they now? Some other name. Like your twenty one to twenty eight. Oh is yeah, it? I don't, I don't I, think that's I but basically they're starting their career and you know, dating but not, you know, totally getting married until right. they're in their thirties. Yeah. Because I don't you just don't know what you have no idea about anything really in your well, 20s yeah, to, man. To, to commit for the rest of your life. And I mean, heck, I wasn't even ready at 29. Yeah. So, you know, you're like you said, it's just like, oh, I thought I was supposed to do this. So. Well, and, and, you know, I don't, I didn't have, uh, um, you know, my, my parents' divorce screwed me up pretty good. Um, and then, but I thought that that was, you know, that's in a, have you seen, um, Inside Out, the movie. Who's in it? It's 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 animated. Oh. Dear. Um, and there's like characters for each emotion, like inside of us, and they're they're like managing. Like there's an angry guy. It's it's so amazing. When was it made? Not that long ago. It's uh, okay. so freaking good. I mean, even, did you see it in the movie theater? No, no. Oh, okay. It's but called Inside Out. Inside Out. Okay. Uh, huh. it's about a little girl. Uh, and she's a hockey player. And her folks move, and she's like super bummed because she's like got a life at age ten or whatever. Um, and so you know, inside her is this office, and there's these like four of like sadness, joy, and ang there's an angry dude, and they're like taking like core memories are like kind of protected, like in this vault, and you know new new memories are happening, and they get like funneled into like. Oh, this is a sad thing, blah, blah, blah. And the core memories are like, they're protected. And if they become vulnerable, it's really fucking good, man. Huh. But anyway, the point is, uh, I knew that my folks splitting up like affected me, but I thought it was over here in this childhood file or, or globe or whatever. I didn't realize that just as an example, that was like a, a carved out, dry riverbed you know and there's a lot of those different you know that yeah. that affect who i became and who i am now and <clears throat> a lot of uh 
unmade connections in just for me and my own stuff like forget about the partner that i chose and the the business that i was in it's like there's so much just in here and in here that i hadn't even yeah like i didn't even know that it was a a vault that had a lid that could be opened right. anyway um well then you throw the kids into the equation yeah it's you're ever you know forever tied to that person yeah yeah and that's you know there's so many situations where uh i've found myself being like man i wish i never would have but i i none of those can even come close like i love my kids so much yeah. and they're so great um and i she feels the same way i mean she i don't think she like harbors a bunch of ill will towards me um but you know i i don't i think given the chance i don't think she would change it because yeah, our right, kids right. are who they are yeah. Oh yeah. No but way. anyway that's really great um because you guys you know uh when when you guys got together it was like well that's got hot and heavy fling written all over it and then it you know weeks became months and then all of well, a sudden then we broke up for about three months you know, before because you were being uh, uh, well, because of my parenting style was right. She wasn't used to right. me. And there were some things that she couldn't even fathom the thought, and I was just trying to like some of those things where I was just trying to survive. Because you don't ever get married or have kids thinking that you're going to be divorced, right? You know, or you're going to be taking care of them at some point by yourself. Yeah, you know, not so. I had to work through a lot of that stuff because I didn't know. You know, there's no manual or. But then you went. Then you went around that time. You went to the, the breakthrough stuff, right? Uh, I did that after we got back together. Yeah, I hadn't gone through breakthrough yet. And so that was awesome. Like, I know, I know, it was then, but how about now? Yeah. You, your opinion is exactly the same. Of, For the about yeah, breakthrough, oh, yeah. yeah. Are you? Absolutely. Is there a still like a continuing yeah, level still, of involvement? It's the connection, and it's uh, they still have one in Arkansas. They started doing one in Springfield, and then they have the one in Olathe. So I think now there's five sessions a year, and then there's continual things like we have. A, there's a Facebook page that we, you know. Yeah, but do you like go other. to stuff? Or? Uh, we went to something in Arkansas probably ten months ago. Okay, the so, two of you. Uh huh. Even yeah, though both did. even though you went through it at different at times. times. Yep. Yep. Wow. It just really, you know, it, it works with your baggage like the dry river banks you were talking about like that stuff gets exposed through different um you know processes or whatever yeah or, or what do you what, what am i looking for um when you by processes yeah yeah but i'm just trying to think what the activities okay. through different activities okay. that you're doing opens up some of those things and then you have this whole support team that kind of helps you through it because some of the stuff you know i mean people put you know, abuse, you know, way behind them and it never comes back out again. And some of these sessions brings things out that of course. you have no idea. Yeah. And some of these people, I mean, can't handle it. There's people that run out of the class, you know, and don't come back that day, you know, because and not that that happens a ton. Right. It happened. We had three different weekends and I think it happened once, but the people just went out in the lobby and had to like, they just couldn't handle it. Yeah, man. You it's know, deep. I mean, so yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's like going to a, uh, you know, a counselor or, a, or whatever, you know, on steroids. I mean, like, it's just like if you did a two year session with a, 
psychiatrist or a counselor, I think you get it's the equivalent of doing what this breakthrough over three weekends. I mean, it's that powerful if you're engaged. Right. You, know, you can't be like half ass. You're 16 years old. You got to go do that. I mean, 16 is kind of young, so really, right. you know, you can't make somebody do it. You right. You don't want to do it. Don't want to engage like people do at school or other things. So, so I mean, the the parenting thing. Um, do you, you know, are, are there things now that you're like, oh, I, I wish I would have had a different approach to that particular piece with that particular kid? Or do you feel pretty happy, content, comfortable with the way? Oh, gosh. No, I think there's always a point where you can be like, I wish I would have handled that situation differently. But do you feel like that usually applies to big things or little things or a combo? Of- well, it's hard to tell because it's really... There's no way for me to measure what the divorce did to the kids, right. you know, so, you know, they can, and the boys, you know, boys just don't talk, mm-hmm. you know, they don't really open up. So like Logan, there's definitely some challenges with him. He's 20. He doesn't really, school wasn't his thing, but I think part of that was COVID hitting his senior year and taking that away from him and part of his junior year, um, or, you know, mostly his senior year. And then, you know, just the whole being in honestly with him having him in Johnson County where he sees all these kids getting new cars and privilege and not having to work where he's always had to work. I think there's resentment there. Yeah, that was me. So yeah. he, uh, is still, you know, bitter. He still makes comments when I, when I get to see him, when I take him to work or pick him up from work. Cause he, you know, had some issues with the cars and mm-hmm. not being responsible. And so he doesn't have a car now cause he totaled three cars in Damn. like a year. So is he ins- will anybody even insure him? Oh, I mean, my ex-wife had him on her insurance and they dropped her because of um, it wasn't because of the accidents, though. It was because, well, I don't know. I think it was because of the accidents, but they said they were told us because he had, well, so many re- registering for so many cars and vehicles, you know, because he kept totaling them. They wouldn't insure that. Hmm. Because basically he basically had four cars insured in one year. Yeah. You know, and they all, for whatever reason. But, but he doesn't have a car right now because no. he doesn't have the money to get Correct. one? Okay. Yeah. And nobody's helping him? <laughs> well, oh no, my, ex, my ex-wife's my ex definitely helping him. He's staying with her. No, he's, I mean, nobody's going to help him buy a car because he well, keeps Well, he's got to show some responsibility yeah. right now. He can't even get to work at 8 o'clock on time. He, he somehow has found the only job working in a warehouse that allows an individual to be late uh, all five days a week, um, up anywhere from one minute late to fifteen minutes late, and still keep their job. Wow! Yeah, I mean, I mean better than not keeping just, it. Just, <laughs> just like any other kid, you know, they're gonna get away with what they can get away yeah. with. If it's, so, um, so <laughs> you let's see, you, did you graduate West in ninety? Right. Yep. Okay. And and talk talk to me about. Land, the process of landing on K State, like how did it? St- how did your college so vision? I, yeah, uh, research. So really, it's interesting because we were really close to Lawrence. So my junior year and my senior year, we had friends that were a year older than us that were going to school. So mm-hmm. we were going up to Lawrence probably. Every other week yeah. at some point. It might have been a like a field party on a yeah. Thursday yep. or it might have been, 
you know, um, at a bar because we had a fake ID right. back then, you know, like I'm trying to think of the bar that had music, um, had bands all the time. And I saw t- tons of people that are bench warmers. Is that it? Mm. No. There oh, was bottleneck. The bottleneck. Yes. Thank you. I used to do that. I used to yes. fake ID, go up to, you know, see, That's see exactly. local we, bands. Yeah, absolutely. God. Really awesome yeah. music there. Yeah. So we did that. I mean, a lot because mm-hmm. we loved music in, and in, in that, high but, school. But that didn't. So that being so close. Our junior senior year doing that, or I'm like, man, I really want to get away. Yeah, it's it really is close, you know. And back then it was, it, I mean, now it's way more traffic, so it takes a lot longer to get there. Even the speed limit's 75. But uh, so we wanted, to, I wanted to be close enough. I actually applied and would have gone to Arkansas of all things, Fayetteville. But, yeah, okay. And I got accepted, but I would have. A, I didn't take. I didn't, you know, really in my senior year of high school. I didn't take. I dropped out of algebra two because I had issues with my teacher didn't take extra science or anything. So my whole first semester would have been like things that didn't count toward my degree. Mm. And then two of my really good friends, their older brothers went to K state. So we okay. went and visited them yeah. and realized, okay, Agaville is pretty kick-ass and people not, not aren't bad, so not a bad music scene there either. Oh gosh. No, oh my God, we saw so many different bands up there in college. I mean, that's actually the first time we saw three eleven. Nice. So three eleven. Well, no, actually, the first time we saw them was at the Aviator Live, and then they came, Aviator in, in Wichita. Okay, okay. And that was like in 91 or 92, I can't remember. And then they came to, it was a bar called Snookies, and um, upstairs was a different name, but they came on like a Tuesday with The Urge. So 311 The Urge were there, and this is right when they were both coming well, yeah. in there to the scene before Urge even had an album. And we all worked in different places. That would have been 93, I think. or No, it was 94. But regardless, afterwards, they all came and parted at our house. And we had a whole, like, people still, that was at K-State when we were there, all know about that party when 311 came back with the tour bus, showed up at our house. I think it was a Thursday night, and we partied till the sun came up. Damn. And, like, when you have something like that there, you're like shoot what music do you play you don't want to play their music no. so we were playing beastie boys okay and we literally we were jumping up and down and we had this gas mask and all this and it was just so much fun and literally the next day our our wooden floor in the living room was bowed down <laughs> and we're running this house i'm like oh my gosh guys we're gonna have to fix this floor this is not good because there's so many people in the oh i don't know we thought we were gonna be able to fix it but like oh maybe if we push it i mean yeah whatever no we didn't fix the floor so (laughs) uh k-state was for sure happening uh by the time you graduate high school yeah that was okay yeah yeah Um, we knew we wanted to you know there's we, we they were in the fraternity. That did, we yeah, did you? So. I, I I ended up going to a, a couple of cigarette parties the summer of after I graduated. Yeah, so it was on my radar when I when I got to Pitt State, and then I I, I penned pretty pretty quick, like within a couple of weeks, I think. Um, you were at Pitt State. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, not for long. Um, they I was the first one pinned, and then they took it back. Um, like you went through all of this stuff as a pledge or you mean I started, I started, I started going to, but, but by the time, you know, halfway through the semester there, they took my pen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't care for some of my choices at the time or, or they didn't care for how vocal I was about some of my choices okay. at the time. Um, but did you pen like pretty quick in your well ours first... sounded different because we basically had to go through the whole fall semester we had 
study hours. We had times that we all, I mean, we had to be on campus. We had to be on campus at 8 a.m. I mean, we had chores. We had activities we had to do. So we had to prove that we wanted to be a SIGEP. And then basically our president, who's passed away, Scott Phillips, was the first pen. And then everything else after that was up to was grades and earned to be in. We started with like twenty seven, ended up having like twenty five make it make okay. it. But we didn't get that didn't happen until February the following semester. And things are oh. way different now. But right. And I kinda realize every university is different, no matter if it's all sig up, you know, I mean for whatever, yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. But But so you're so you're living as a freshman, are you on campus in the dorms? We're in no, we're in the fraternity. At K State, first you're, semester. Yep, you live in the house. Yeah, so that's why they're and there's hazing. Yeah, you know, and of things course. like that. Um, so you never lived in a dorm. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Never. So what? What? What are you hearing music wise as a freshman? Sig at at K State. You know. I mean, we were. Because you're, you're, you're well, it's so funny. So this is the first time. I mean, K State people think about the country. I it, I did. There was people in the house that will listen to country music, music like Garth Brooks. Sure. Um. So I'd heard a little bit of that, but I mean, we're listening to, you know, like ACDC. Hair bands were in play at that point. Yeah. So like Warrant, like Cherry Pie, came out that year. That was like my theme song. Um, <laughs> and it's still I've referenced as, you know, cherry pie. And with these guys I still see and talk to. Um, Poison, you know, Shit Winger. I yeah. mean, all of those. But Motley Crue, yeah. Death Leopard. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really remember, though, that ACDC. Um, Thunderstruck. They came, yeah. So yeah. they came into Manhattan. Really? When we were pledges that year. And we and worked our show? pledge class. Yeah, they played a show, The Razor's Edge. I even have the my little backstage pass because wow. we set up the stage. So we were their stage hand. So our pledge class set up the store, the the whole stage with the people that worked at Whoa. Bramblage. This is when Bramblage was brand spanking new. Okay. The new basketball. Yeah, yeah. And that's where they played. Wow. And they set up this whole stage, and we were backstage, and we tore down. We were like the you know on the stage hands. Yeah, the roadies. Our pledge class. Yeah. So it was awesome seeing those guys backstage and as much as i love music because i mean we went to like this place called bodie's and saw beck play there nice um in downtown kansas city we went to another place called or it was called the rumba box i think is what it was called okay but there was like all of a sudden you'd have these you know kansas city's totally totally different now the way the downtown is yeah. i mean now it's all nice but back then there'd just be these vacant yeah rooms and they somebody would rent it out and one was called like the Rumble Box. It was written on the glass, and I think that's where we saw Beck. I believe is that's what it was called. But mm-hmm. we would drive from Manhattan all over Wichita, Kansas City. There was like we loved music, so we would drive. Did and go you to take? These shows. Did you take a car to Manhattan from KC? I did. I did. But did I lost most people the first semester because I got bad grades, so your, I didn't have a car. And your it was parents. About that. Yeah, they're like. They warned me, and I was like, okay. So that that semester, I, I think I went to a lot of shows because we were always in this – That one of my buddies bought an old van, nice. ambulance van. And so we put futons in there and put oh, carpet, that's... and that's where we would drive. I mean, you know, anywhere we could go see some. Like we, Frog Pond was another girls' band that I saw a lot up in Westport. Um, I mean, just – So you didn't uh... – have this experience where uh you're arriving eric hess 18 from shawnee mission west with your musical tastes and your 
CD collection cassette, mm-hmm. and then all these other guys in in your house yeah. uh, are have their own you know musical collections and tastes that they're bringing, uh-huh. and you are you guys like exposing each other to new stuff or is everybody kind of just no, listening like, to the totally. same stuff like people didn't really listen to hair bands there's one other guy in that house that listened to your Def leopard motley crew slaughter poison warrant and stuff one of my pledge brothers and uh and here's another thing is when i was oh, this is gonna sound horrible but i'm gonna say it's because it's important to my the music piece is when i was in high school I was the best drunk driver of all my friends. Oh boy! So I know, which is a horrible thing to yeah. say, but they listened to my music, so I exposed them to whatever I listened to. So that's why, I like Warrant, um, Dirty Rotten, Filthy Stinking Rich, that CD. There's a there's ten of my best friends from high school. I'm still friends with. Was exposed to, to that because I had it in my car. Sure. I mean, so it was like all of those, the winger, the poison. You said you had, the well, Motley Crew, like Doctor Feelgood. Yeah, everyone knew you said that you song had a, from a pull out Alpine. I did. I had that, a pull out Alpine. Did you ever a stick shift car? Yeah, a tracer. Same. Same. Did, yeah. But so. I had. Uh, I I was. I considered myself fortunate enough to not go pull out Alpine. Like I, I ended up having the kind where you just take the face off. Oh yeah yeah. Which so that came I think after like right after I got mine like that wasn't an option but I right. all the money I made as a babysitter in mowing yards I used to put this stereo system in my tracer Same. and that's what I had my jun my sophomore junior senior year and freshman year of college okay. I had that thing so I had a box we'd made my buddy Matt Hay and I had made a box a boom box in the back I had tweeters put in the pull it out pine subwoofers I mean hell yeah dude. so. I, you know, even though it was a 19, let's see, 1987 Tracer, I think it was, um, it was so loud. You could hear a bump bump. So like NWA, when that came out, that was one that I, um, Easy e you yep. know, I mean, yep. I had those and with the, 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 it sounded, I mean, awesome. Did you ever car. listen to DJ Magic Mike? I've heard of him, but no, dude. I didn't have. That, that stuff, like, I mean that'll that'll shred your six by nines yeah. you know you're so you, you better have a subwoofer if you're gonna <laughs> rock him yeah um oh my god I, I love that and my dad was so just he couldn't believe you're you know you're spending seventeen hundred dollars on this stereo system knowing i had the money in the bank you know like i mean it was it, back then i remember went to santa fe auto off of 87th street like that's where you went that's where i got mine installed yeah 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 that's where i got all my stuff yeah. done and bought and everything and yeah it's so yeah so going up to i mean so basically my a lot there's like 10 of my friends listen to what i listen i mean acdc was one van wow. halen okay um you know and then you know the whole thing came through with the the grunge mm. so like we actually drove to lawrence for that pearl jam i was there show on the hill. hill yeah yeah so we that i mean that right when that album came out and that was that show i mean we freaking we were in lawrence and it was like our freaking playground yeah I mean, man because we love the music and uh and that was I mean, well, that, stories upon stories about that day but yeah there was uh a weekend long music festival happening that weekend so we were at day on the hill and then went you know and and spent the weekend uh at this music festival where was that uh is it in lawrence or? yeah uh, okay. P- pete fish farm 
Okay. Um, but, I don't remember hearing about that. Actually. So, but it, who was playing at that? Do you remember? Well, that's that's what I was going to say is that a lot of the uh, bands that we would be going up to Lawrence to see, you know, uh, as juniors, sophomores, juniors, and seniors. By that time, they've like. So you were in high school when y- you went up. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so a lot of those bands uh, by that time were established, and you know. So it, it first was called the Green Eggs and Ham Jam, and then it was called Omega, and then ah it, yes yeah yes so Omega was happening that weekend of Day on the Hill. Oh my gosh, um, I didn't go to that one, but there was another one, wasn't there? Well, it event, then it became, became Wakarusa. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And then wow. that was around for a good while, and mm-hmm. then they moved Wakarusa to Arkansas. I told you. Like. 15, 16 so that was ago. that was pretty amazing. But then we also, my buddy Hobbs and I went to Woodstock in '95. Oh wow! So we went to Socrates. So we literally like there was there was like eight of us. We we're all around getting messed up in Manhattan, you know, after working in the restaurants. And we're like, man, we should really do this. This is like three days and all this stuff. And so then I ordered because back then I did some stupid things where I'm like, I'm, I got like ten credit cards. Yeah, and I thought I could max them all out in college, and and did. But part of that was going to all these Mission shows. accomplished. So, yes, I accomplished that. And uh, and that show was one of them. So I remember I ordered tickets, um, and they were like 250 I think, or maybe 350 each. Back then was a lot. I mean, it's a lot now. Yeah. But it was like Woodstock. You yeah. Know? And um, so they sent me like eight by mistake and charged me only for two. But I was so worried, you know, because, I mean, I was traveling a lot. I mean, we went to we went to Mardi Gras that year. Oh, we man. went out to see some bands in California, out in Redondo Beach and wow. Huntington Beach. I mean, we traveled all the freaking time. Would you tell your parents about these trips after? I the have fact? told them about the trips after the fact. After the fact. Oh God, no, not that. Not, they well, I'm sure my dad was like, "Why how'd you put ten thousand dollars on a credit card when pitchers of beer a dollar?" Yeah. Like, but um, but I even sent those tickets back. But it was just a whole that whole festival was like something i've never ever been to before i mean the most the only one like i went to this festival this born and raised this this summer um and i think it was that was september in oklahoma okay right by Rockfest. okay so the same place they do that but it was like um uh, cody jinx was there it was okay. kind of like outlaw country and nice. it was freaking awesome and, and candy and i camped out and that was like the like closest thing camp camp yeah, camp camp yeah okay. tents. yeah yeah but they set it up so it's kind of the called glamping yeah i didn't take the tent myself or do all that um and it was pretty hot so they had little they had pools you could rent a pool and have it by your tent so you could like sit in the pool to cool down and shit nice. we didn't do the pool thing but the people right. next to us did right that was where you know you camped multiple days. Yeah, that was a you know, I hadn't done it since Woodstock, and for a, around a music Woodstock, festival. Woodstock, uh, was it at the actual same yeah, Socrates, at, Socrates, at, New York? Okay, and, and then like did you it, had an area where you uh, color coded, and then buses would take you from your car all the way up to like five miles away because there were so many people out there that we so you couldn't go get back to your car realistically you know because you're like three to five miles from where you're camping but what happened was it rained so much on day three that where we were camped because it was just farmland with like hay and grass and worn out shit where you couldn't even get back so people had made this human chain to help people get up this huge hill where there was no way i mean it's like when you see peace love and 
I mean, that second Woodstock was just like the first one. Now, I heard there was another one like two or three, five years later that where there was fightings and all the yes. shit. The only thing that happened at ours was some people OD'd on, on bad acid. There was like five deaths. Bad acid. So, yeah, it's like some tra- lace traced. I mean, now it should be like the equivalent of fentanyl. You yeah. Know, people dying right. on that. But yeah. they're, where they're saying, don't take Felix the Cat, the green dot, like they're telling the crowd, you know. And another big thing I remember about that is when Green Day was playing, people were throwing mud. I mean, it was just like... I feel like there's some footage of that. Like There is. And it was like, you know, and of course we were messed up. So it's kind of like watching this mud flying through the air was kind of like... That was equivalent to when I saw Smashing Pumpkins and Beastie Boys play at Sandstone. And when Sabotage came on, they were launching cups. Like, all these cups during the beastie boy that's i just went on a tangent but no same type of thing you who's know, like launching just, cups people the crowd all the people the crowd okay i mean everybody is throwing a cup i mean empty cups it wasn't like vicious sure. full cups of sure but it was so like it was just really cool yeah but that's not uh, the band i've seen a lot is besides 311 would be beastie boys really so. never never saw the beastie boys and i really yeah. wish i would have yeah but um so, uh, 311 music mm-hmm. was kind of without hesitation what you tabbed. Um, was, yeah. And that's like their Very second. First. Is it their first? first? Okay. Very first one. 93. First studio album. Uh huh. And um, how did you. I mean, did, because we were bouncing around in the music scenes, you know, how did, we had how did, seen them play in Wichita at the Aviator. And we okay. didn't know. I mean, the group I hung out with, because we weren't living in the fraternity, but it, we were living in this apartment, and it was for the ambulance. It was like 12 of the apartments, four of the 12 were SIGEPs. Okay. So we kind of, I mean, that's where the out-of-house parties were. That's where, you know, like I had a dart board all through college, and we literally would play darts and listen to music. And I have, you know, I, I, I finally, un- I have probably a 1,000 CDs nice. okay, in my collection, and I have them all displayed now in my basement, in my sports area. Um, and, I, like, I want to somehow get it, you know, solidified, but I'll just sit and look at some of those CDs. I'm just like, dang, man, that's a great CD. You know, we have a record player, so I'm playing records. Sure. So I've been buying records, and besides, you know, Spotify, but, you know, it's just that was, that had reggae, it had rock, mm-hmm. it had rap, it had everything into one. And at that time, there was no other band that sounded like 311 no. or this music. No. You know, and we were all always, you know, because we were seeing concerts, there was about seven of us. That were always going to music. If there was a show, a live show in Manhattan, any day of the week we were there. Okay. For that whole 93, 94, 95, or and even into 96. That's all I spent. I Because I love sports now. I didn't go to games back then. All I went to was music shows. Wow. So when I was traveling, like, I did go and went to Woodstock. We did go to the uh, Orioles game and Red Sox game that night. Okay. And the strike happened. We went to the very last MLB game. No the, kidding. The Orioles against the Red Sox. In, as part and of your Woodstock. on our way to Socrates. And we were going to, my buddy, we had tickets to Royals, Cardinals, Reds, and Indians on the way back. And the, all the games got canceled. There was a that, yeah. when the strike yeah. happened. So that's why that just now baseball is saying they finally got an agreement yesterday was like so relieving for me because that 95 year was so awful for me. For baseball not to be going on so it kind of brought back a flashback of something that i had put 
went out of my mind that would never happen again. Well, then it almost happened for, three, happened for 99 days. Then your year. three hours on the couch today are certainly justified. I, I, that's exactly why. Cause um, how did baseball become so precious? For, I mean, did you play? Uh-huh. And how long? I played... I played all through high school, but I didn't play for the high school team. Mm-hmm. I played Same. for, uh, you know, like three and two at yeah. three and two and yeah. stuff. So, um, and then I've just literally just, I played softball all, ever since college. Oh, and I that's just right. hung that's up right. my cleats when I turned 50. You're not playing so anymore? Like, no, last April, it was, I, I played the fall prior to my 50th, and I haven't played since. Why? Man, wait till you hit fifty. I mean, the body changes. Okay, all right. You know, pulling hammies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know, thinking like, okay, I'm not going to run real hard because I don't want to pull my hamstring. But when I'm playing, I'm too competitive. Yeah. So I do, and then I hurt myself. And I just got hurt way too many times when I was 49 and 48. Um, so I just decided, you know what, I'm not going to put my body through that. Okay. So it's it's in, I ask because um, my boy. Uh, who it turns out like might be good at everything sports wise. Uh Um, His mom said without question, there has to be a two sport maximum per season. So uh, he hasn't played. He's playing flag football now for his first season. Um, And he's playing baseball, uh, which meant, soccer got cut um and there's yeah well yeah and i was i coached his team for the last two seasons so it was a little soccer team yeah so it was a little i mean because they did they somebody had to it wasn't i know my daughter played soccer at so age and uh um, it was brutal for those two years (laughs) no offense um so that we see it happening with a lot of his peers too, though, where like you know some families will they'll sign him up for everything. Some are like, no, it's two's got to be the max, or one's the max, or because whatever. they also get worn out. Like they don't even realize that they're mentally worn out. They go to school all day, and they yeah, you know, sometimes they just. I mean, I don't know a single kid that didn't at some point have a meltdown when they were young. Yeah, because of just so, pushing them too much. But uh, you know he. I, I I let him pick which one was gonna, you know, be cut. Yeah, um, and I'll wait till basketball starts becoming oh, a thing. No, he, he's 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 really good at basketball. He's so I that's mean, a third sport, flag football, well, but baseball, per season, and basketball per season. Oh, okay, you I know. Gotcha. Oh yeah, because soccer's the same time as baseball. Yeah, I think, or depending on balls, the yeah. same time as football. Um, no, I mean he scored like fifty percent of his team's points in is it a every foot? game. Uh, it was, I think so, but he can, he can shoot on yeah. 10. He's actually, the one in your living room is not 10 foot. I'm talking about the one in the driveway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's actually going to KU camp this summer, which I went to twice. I'm pretty pumped. But anyway, the point is when he's trying to like weigh all this stuff, I, I, he's had complained previously about the heat in baseball and the standing around and right. putting on all this. Cause some, a lot of his teammates are like, they look to me, and I'm I'm a, I'm a snob about this. They look sloppy out there, but he is belt stirrups, Crisp. tucked in. Yep. I I mean I don't wash it after every game, but every other for yep. sure. Uh, ball cap, you know, just. What position does he play? Third. Oh wow! Yeah, like coach. That's like cool. Coach was my son Colton played third base too. Coach was trying to 
you know, figure out who can field the ball and get it over to first base and one grounder scoop toss right in the mid. And he turned around and looked at me through the backstop and he's like, got my third baseman (laughs) (laughs) and he hit cleanup. He hit the fourth, the whole, all did the same thing. Dang. I know I miss him playing. So, (laughs) so he, you know, he's listing those things as reasons why he might cut baseball. And then in talking to the other dads, uh, you know, I've had dads say, uh, they, you know, he got bored. He didn't like if he had to, you know, sit on the bench for an inning and he's out in the outfield where no balls are coming. So those are the reasons why baseball's getting cut. Uh, another dad um, said, I never played one inning of baseball. All I did all my life was play basketball. And he's tall. And his kids got some skills. tall, yeah. Um, and I'm like, you didn't play any baseball. Like, from third grade through junior senior junior year i don't think i played senior how tall year. is he no i'm talking about me oh. third grade through junior year like i mean i ate slept and drank baseball i mean like it baseball was it now uh but I, I and i feel like that was the case for a lot of kids but i don't really think i think that number has fallen a little bit um now with our kids generation i don't think so no I mean, no because i just think probably in your school you know yeah, or, or your district be. maybe yeah. um because like i know late this super strong blue valley super yes strong yeah baseball. yeah I, I, um shiny mission and you know it's just you know and seeing the amount of tournaments you know because colton was in it until his sophomore year um which was three years ago but then I have some friends who have kids that are still playing, and it's 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 still strong. Sure, you know, it just uh, it, you know it just depends but on what you're exposed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was hockey and lacrosse weren't really an option for me when I was growing. up. So there's more there's yeah. more stuff. Yeah, a lot of kids are playing lacrosse, and there's a lot of kids playing like well on hockey. My my nephew plays hockey yeah, stuff he's too. In competitive hockey. So. Like some some kids will be playing rec soccer, but then they also play competitive soccer. Yeah, or rec basketball, and then they also play competitive basketball. So, uh, man, it's just, anyway, um, so you saw, when you, you bought 311 Music, uh, on compact disc, Yep. but you had already seen them live once before? No, actually, okay, okay. so the, one of the guys I hung out with had the 311 Music. Okay. I didn't own the CD yet, because we were always at one of our, in the same apartment building. So we literally were at each other's apartment. So I had so many CDs, so did they. But like, I remember A Tribe Called Quest was one we were listening to, well, I had, yeah, um, that we listened to a lot that people Which haven't really heard. Um, the one with the green cover, CD cover, kind of a lighter green. See, I'm horrible with names of okay. albums. Okay. But, um, it would have had to come out like 91, 92. Um, I mean, they had low in theory and they had, people's instinctive beats rhythms something and then there was one in between which is probably the one yeah see and i can't like i i listened i i always had like as soon as ice cube cd came out i had ice cube and nice. i played that all the time i mean when snoop dogg came out yep. and dr dre yep. like i was the first one to have those nice like literally i remember going to the cd store in manhattan and i would be in line to get those cds and wow. I was the first one in our group of whatever 50 people I probably ran around with because there's a lot of different people yeah. that I crossed paths with. It's like, um, 
you know, like there was uh, Toby Shahan who played baseball for K State, Brian Herholzer, um, Chris Bouchard, like they were all really close to them. And then like Matt Miller, who was our quarterback, and Tyson Schweiger, who was close with them too. So like we all crossed paths. And, and of course, all my core friends that were my fraternity brothers and then a few from other fraternities, you know, we just. I mean, we always had the music. It was like, okay, where are we going in the after hours? Where are we going pre-party? Nice. You know, because a lot of times I actually was working restaurants. So the cool thing was I'd be at restaurants, um, and then we get off work at 10, 1030, you know, go home and shower. We get to the bars at 11. Well, there's, you know, there was about eight of us that worked at Harry's, um, and then Rockabelly was the other group, and Lucky's. And so we would always be having the after hours because we were just – you know, <laughs> we were, you know, they had been drinking, especially on Saturdays, you know, and they were drinking at the football games. Everybody's drinking at the football games. I could never drink the football games because I had to leave at halftime to go to work. But then I was the one partying until four in the morning because we weren't, you know, sloppy wasted. So, right. Yeah. So that's of how course. the music. So people kind of were really we played the music, you know, between all of our houses, apartments. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, man, those two. So they they still tour and. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, three eleven days. Did you three eleven days in Vegas this year? What day? What day is it? Do you know? It's three eleven. So I think oh, this year, okay. um, like yesterday. Let's see. Yes. So yesterday. So yesterday. The, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they. So but see, as you can tell, I've never gone to a three. I have never been to a three eleven day. One of my old roommates, he goes, he hasn't missed one since. Wow. And he was wanting me to go to Vegas this year. And I'm like, I can't. They, they were here. Do this. They were here not too long ago. Yeah. Did down you, um at. Grinders. Yeah. Did you go see him? I did not. No. No. Have you seen him recently? Um, I think the last time I saw them was when they played down somewhere down like the River Market. Okay. Which probably would have been maybe five, six, seven years ago, eight years ago, something okay. like that. So, uh, no, I haven't. I mean, I've seen some of their live stream shows that they were doing yeah, during COVID. Yeah. Where they played the whole music album, yeah, and then they played Grassroots, and so I saw some of those, which were just so really cool. They, I mean, I know that they formed in the very late '80s in Nebraska, but Three Eleven Music came out in '93, and they've put out thirteen, twelve records since then. I mean, so they, you know. They've been into the double digits of discography wise for a while now. Uh, how, if you had to grade yourself, you know, like a school grade for knowledge of their discography, what would you say you are? Like a C. C. Okay. Just, I mean, because it's just those first. The albums through two thousand is okay. when I kind of quit. Anything after two thousand. I haven't, but anything prior to, or maybe 2003, actually. So, having said that, did 311 Music get the nod for you for this because it was the first one? Uh, And just because of... Is it the best one? Yes. If you cut off... I I mean, yes, absolutely. I I think it's... It it was just so raw. Yeah, for sure. For sure it is. It kind of became more... Or at least based on that album, you know, just like anyone, you know, you have to adapt to who your audience is and how you want to get out there. So they just, became, you know, just like they redid that Cure song, you know, it kind of turned into something not as raw. Like, yeah. you know, like. They, they definitely got uh, a little bit uh, 
crisper, a little bit more polished, uh, a little. I mean, what album did Amber? What what album's that on? Amber was on. I think that was on Grassroots. Okay. Pretty okay. Sure it was, but see that that's the kind of stuff I don't totally know. Like I should. I mean, over over years, I just can't remember that stuff. But but if you but but, but I think that was like their very first famous song. I think is that what you were getting at? Or well, I was oh, just wait, gonna no, actually. Uh, oh, there's another one on that song album. That I don't know, but if you, I know that song really well, and it's from a production standpoint, it's very clean, very polished, and and while. They still have a rawness to them. It's nothing like well, honestly, 311 think music. About it, I don't think anyone, unless you have that album, none of those, not a single song on the music CD made the radio. No, I, I mean, I listened so I to it. I was listening one. to it yesterday, and I was like, I kind of know snippets of a few of these tracks, right. but I don't really yeah. know this album at all. I think that's what, I mean, like, I've been listening to that thing since that thing came out, right? And I haven't put it down. Wow. That album. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you know, because I was always, it was kind of weird. So even like with the Hair Nation and stuff, like yeah. in the um, 86, 87, 88, or, or like 88, 89, 90, 91, I was always listening. When I was at home, I listened to that late night on MTV. It was called, I think, Heavy Metal or... Headbangers Ball? Headbangers Ball, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And I was always looking for new artists and then going and purchasing CDs if I liked the song enough. Nice. Because, you know, you didn't have the internet where you could just downstream something. Nope. It's like, you had to buy an album, a cassette, a yep. CD if you wanted to listen to something. So that's why I think I have so many CDs because of all different music types because I was always trying to find that. Yeah. Like Trickster or like Slaughter kind of didn't. Yeah. I mean... At first, there's another band called Black and Blue okay. that I don't think ever had a song on the radio that a guy that I went to high school with, John, we were cruising around after school and I heard it and I ended up buying like, I think I have like five of their CDs because okay. I liked wow. it so much, but none of it was like high Dolby definition. It kind of sounded like, you can kind of tell when Def Leppard did Pyromania and then when they did Hysteria, you could totally tell the sound quality oh my God. was so different. And that's kind of where some of those others, just like Motley Crue's another yeah, one, yeah. until they did Dr. Feelgood. Because even, I don't think, maybe Theater of Pain, but I don't think it was. I mean, like, you could just tell the the crispness and the the difference in sound quality between those two albums. Yeah, uh, I there had to have been uh, a major technological leap or electronic yeah because or Dolby because, or whatever the heck because when I would put on uh, Pyromania I would be like I really feel like somebody forgot to turn it up <laughs> yeah. and then Hysteria came out and I was like, like whoa oh dude yes that's sick <laughs> I know holy shit and I've never done research to see what that was but I totally and but if you go if you go even back uh, to On Through the Night and High and Dry those were their first mm -hmm. two same deal. Yeah. Like kind of quiet, like, like pretty good, pretty yeah. good records, but kind of quiet. Just like, like Motley Crue, Too Fast for Love. Oh, wow. And, and Theater of Pain was the same way. It didn't until that Dr. Feelgood came out and you're like, holy smokes, this is just, yeah. Yeah. Man. Crank it. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I feel like wherever I've gone, wherever I've been, uh, if I wind up having a conversation with somebody about music and 311 comes up, it always seems like there's uh, 
a portion of the population that is eager, willing, and ready to trash them. Have you not, you've never experienced this? No, I've just, people just don't know who they are. Like, I'll meet like a 30 year old, like, you know, because I'm in restaurants all the time, yeah. selling food and whatnot, and talking to people, and somehow we'll start talking about music. You know, like music in general. Not, How could you not know who they are? don't know who they are. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like even my cousin who just turned 31, he doesn't, he didn't know who they were until he met me. Oh. Yeah, Candy's cousin. Yeah. You know, like it just, I don't know. You know, it, it's, I don't know, it is what it is. Well, I feel like, I feel like I've had that experience a lot, like for years. And uh, I don't know if you, are you into Joe Rogan at all? No. No, have you ever listened? Oh, I know who he is. I've heard listened to him, but I've never listened to his podcast lately or anything like that. You haven't? Uh-uh. Okay. I listen to music. I don't listen to podcasts. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, he had, uh, a couple of months ago, he had Carrot Top on. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? Oh, yeah. Um, do you know that he has a, a permanent six-night-a-week residency in Vegas? Carrot Top? Yeah. Yeah. Six nights a week. I didn't know how many it was exactly. I mean, however, I've been to Vegas twice in the last year and a half. Okay. So okay. I knew he was still around there. I never I mean, went and saw him or anything, but and and it's fascinating because Brogan brought this up. He was like, I don't know why, but uh, at some point he became the the comic that people would just trash all the all day every day, and he's very very aware of it. So they talked about it for a good bit. Um, and it's like, I don't know if, because he, he has always been a prop guy. Like he talks about having at one point four or five trunks full of stuff that he would, and eventually he's like whittled it down to just one. Um, but he, it's kind of like the blue man group. I think like, I don't, I haven't seen either one, but they've been in Vegas forever. Right. So and obviously people are seeing them. Yeah. Uh, and so he was like, I don't know if it's because people thought that like the props were stupid or if like people thought that I was like ripping off Gallagher, you know, Gallagher oh, would smash. Yeah, yeah. He used to do. Oh, yeah. Um, but he kept doing it and eventually all that stuff kind of went away. And here he is in 2022 doing six nights a week in Vegas. And I feel like, uh, there's a parallel there between him and 311 because uh, they've obviously had a very strong fan base for a long time. They're successful. Uh, they've been together for mm-hmm. 30 years, basically. They've put out 13 records. They've, in my opinion, my experience, they've never been shy of having a portion of the population trash them for whatever reason. Uh, but zero fucks given like they just keep making music they keep touring they have a fucking day they have a great following yeah yeah and i and and that's where shame on me you know that i haven't followed them but there's so much other music that i like listening to now you know where i can still listen to that old stuff but their new stuff i just haven't really you know like when i met candy i started getting the country right you know and been to I mean, I think I've seen Luke Combs three times, wow. and, and I kind of feel like I he was the very first country person I gravitated to when that song I'd mentioned, Hurricane, came out, and like he's one that came out like right when I started listening to it, I was like, this guy's great, you know, and then, you know, talking to Cam, it's like, oh, he's brand new, like, and so then now seeing what he's done, 
with his career, you know. And then Eric Church is another one that I just he doesn't put out a bad song. Neither nice. one of them do. And and that was a really weird one because the first time Candy took me there, like we've been dating like two months and I did not like it at all. Like I was like And now you do. And now I freaking like top wow. top three country artists for me. Oh wow. Yeah. And so then that's the thing is like we're going to that show the Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, Joan Jett at the stadium this summer. But I would never normally go to like older. Like I would go to like Eric Church. I'd go to the, you know, I want to see um, Luke Bryan's coming um, in the fall. I'll go to that one, you know. Have you seen the video of him hunting where he gets the elk? Oh, I think so. I don't like hunting, so I probably didn't watch it. Like When I send you Russell Wilson, I'll send you Luke Bryan. (laughs) Okay. So, um but like because I mean literally Poison, Def Leppard, Molly Crew are three of my all time favorite hair bands, rock bands, whatever. I'm like, okay, I don't care what they sound like, I'm going, but it's I'm pretty pumped for that one. Kenny we're going to um Kenny Chesney, that was posted wow. for three years. Uh, we're going to St. Louis actually okay. for that one. Okay. Because I got that one. Candy's like just you know, COVID hit, and I'm like, no, I'm holding on to it. We have like eighth row tickets. And oh I'm gonna man! Go see, I want to hope. I'm just hoping the Cardinals will be playing that same time, so I can go see it. How Cardinals many game? How many stadiums have you been to? Twenty six. Okay, but some of them have been torn down. You know, they're the new stadiums there. Sure. Like the old uh, Detroit Tigers stadium, I went to the old Comiskey. Comiskey. I went to. Um, what a- I count Mile High as a stadium because you know they Rockies played there. Sure. For a season, so. Uh. I'm trying to picture Comiskey. Was that like a weird round? Yeah, like, and they like brought over the the out out outfield firework things when they hit home runs. Okay. And, uh, so what's left, stadium wise? Will you and will oh, you? Oh yeah, I still have quite a few. I still haven't been to. You've been to. I haven't 20... been to. I haven't been to the Giants. I haven't been to the Dodgers, the A's, the Mariners, the Red Sox, the Yankees. Um, didn't have still haven't been to Cincinnati or Cleveland. Haven't been to those, those three trips Pittsburgh, right there. Philadelphia. Okay. Um, that's a haven't been to Houston yet. Okay, that's a pretty small manageable list. So, oh yeah, it is. Oh, I mean, Andy knows that's not, that's my bucket list more than anything. I mean, it's right there with seeing live music. Okay. I mean, we go to we go to Bull Creek quite a bit to see their live music out by our house because we live in Spring Hill. Bull, We're there. Bull it's Creek. Bull Creek Bowery. They do live music like every oh, okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or not everyone, but throughout the month. So we usually see three local bands that are a month, probably. Damn. Okay. I mean, um, so what about your kids and music? What are they into? Or um, are they into music? It's pretty funny because Logan knows Warrant, Cherry Pie, ACDC, Back in Black from me. So he'll play that stuff. But they like um, a lot of the, you know, hip hop nation stuff. Okay. Um, Hip hop nation. It's that's just a serious. Um, oh, gotcha. But gotcha. you know, it's like Post Malone. Yeah. Um, yeah. Juice World. Logan, who you know, loves Juice World. You know, and I actually like him too. I mean, okay. Um, he's deceased now because you know he got in trouble in Chicago uh, by the police and took a whole bunch of oxy and had a heart attack. Oh my god! And that happened. It's probably been a year, but 
he still has music coming out because he had done so much music Wild. that almost like Elvis Presley type now of does, stuff. Now, does he, uh, when he puts out new stuff, is it an album or does he drop songs? No, there are people are dropping, whoever's running his, yeah, is dropping songs, but there's songs with like Justin Bieber. I mean, there's okay. some, some stuff that yeah. he has done, but he just has, you know, so I kind of know, you know, it's funny because we'll, Candy and I will be traveling and... We'll cover up the Sirius Satellite thing and we'll hit the stations and see who can name the song an artist. And she can hang with me, but if it like I can't do anything in old country, um, but every other type of music. I mean, we don't do classical, but you know, like eighties, nineties, seventies, eighties, nineties, pop, sure, lithium, hair nation, like and and I no one can touch me on that. Dang. So I probably really need to probably go on like Shazam or something and Win some money from doing that, yes, yeah. so, or see if they want to hire you. I mean, heck, you, know, you guys have heard of you guys have heard of me, right? You know <laughs> yeah. about my road trip Here, skills. Skill sets. <laughs> uh, so, what about your other? What are your? He, that's what Logan's into. Yeah, um, I don't. You know, Colton isn't away in Manhattan, so yeah. it'd be hard to answer for that. How's he doing down there? Good. Yeah. Yeah, I got three eight three his first semester, and he's going to be rush chairman so he's rushing people already and stuff whoa as a freshman i mean they're still the sophomores are still helping but um yeah he loves it he was all he was all about ku until like february before the end of the year he's like i'm going to k-state i'm like sweet and then he's like hey i'm gonna rush <laughs> i'm like oh cool you know so well, that, that's pretty cool because i gotta see his initiation was he uh stuff like that but is it safe to say that uh he's got a pretty level head on his shoulders right now but he also got some stuff out of his system before he finished high school is that because <laughs> yeah, i, a fair I have assessment. a hard time keeping yeah i know all of your people kids. straight yeah yeah that's a fair assessment and then jc there's this station on sirius called the 10 spot and it's all music from the 2000s okay and it's every kind of and it's she listens to that so like kesha and oh yeah like yeah. um i don't know like uh, you know that type of kind of um what's her face that's on american idol um Katy perry oh yeah 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 know, um and it's got all kinds of stuff so we'll listen to that together because we call it her station now because i drive her to school you know the days i have her and it's a good you know 15 minute drive so we get a lot of time listening to the music so cool. what, what about uh candy has two boys right two boys what what's a, a junior in college at northwest missouri state and he listens to like he was, he was gonna drop all of his money to go see uh, Kanye West when he was gonna play whatever that was a year ago or something in some stadium tour type thing. He didn't because <laughs> it was like six hundred dollars or something crazy. We're like, so I know he likes Kanye West, but uh, and probably music like that. You know, the college kids listen to. Um, and then Brody would be probably country because like when we're all together playing games, we're listening to. You know, your Eric Church, your Luke Combs, your Carrie Underwood, okay. your Luke Bryan, your Blake Shelton. Man. Um, Old Dominion. To... Wow. Um, Rattling off names over so, there. So, yeah. You know, there's... Uh... So, yeah. I mean, so I would say that's his. But then when I'm when he and I are riding together, you know, I'll throw in the whole Hair Nation. So, it'll be Motley Crue and Def Leppard. You know, um, ACDC. So he he'll, he knows that stuff too. Did what about uh, your kid's mom? Did she was she into music when no. you guys were together? No, not and and it still isn't. Mm -mm. So what does she put on in the car? 
Probably talk radio. Okay. Would be my guess. And then she probably isn't somebody that plays a bunch of music at home either. Mm, no. Wow. No. Every once in a while, I come across a person that really just kind of doesn't have music in their life, and I'm like, what? Yeah. I mean, we went when we were married. She surprised me. We went and saw Black Eyed Peas down at Sprint Center. I uh, like fun? the blue. Yeah. We ended up having like Fergie was literally. I could have almost touched her from where our seats were. Like we were, we were like kind of on the side stage, so I was content the whole time. It was fantastic. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, you know, another. I'm trying to think of another. I mean, I love Smashing Pumpkins. I saw them in Timley Park, Timley Park in Chicago, where yeah. they're from. Yeah. Back in '96 or '97. And my buddy who lived in Chicago, I made him go. I got the tickets. And then, like, we pretended we could, we had passes to go down front. And I just, like, went like this. And we got down there. So we were, like, front row for the whole show. And it was an outdoor show. And it was probably one of the best shows I've ever seen. What would have just come out? What would they have just um, put out? It would have been the, the, the album Zero, the double disc one, um, oh, double CD or whatever. No, the Melancholy and, and Infinite and Sadness. sadness. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then like wow. Gish was Gish was incredible. Was Gish um, the Siamese e- Dream was the one that kind of got them For out sure. to the public, For and that sure. was, was Gish, awesome. Was Gish the EP? Yeah, shorter, yeah, like yeah. five tracks. Think, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, so I saw them numerous times when they would come to town. Um, I mean, just oh, and then the other thing I was gonna get at is when I got married in Vegas right before we saw the last show. Before COVID hit, the official shutdown of COVID because we got married March 3rd. And I think it was March 4th or 5th. We saw Chicago play in Vegas where like we were Peter staying. Peter Cetera? Yeah. Whoa. But he's, he wasn't there. Oh. There's somebody that sounds just like him. Of I don't course. Know he, I don't know if he, he passed or I don't know if he just lost Peter his Cetera? vocals. I don't know. I don't think he passed. But whatever, this guy sounded just like him. Wow. And it, so that was pretty. That was like my. Our, I wonder if they had a. Like a, like a, a relationship. Feud. No, or, like a. You know, Roger Waters says David Gilmore oh. can't call it Pink Floyd. If I wonder if Peter Cetera and Chicago, the current yeah. outfit. Well, and and, uh, and I didn't know. You know, I like I just knew it's tons of Chicago songs that yeah. happened to be playing when we were getting married. Nice. And then I and then we saw the Eagles play in uh, in Omaha. Was Abernathy just, there? No, November maybe. I don't know. Candy surprised with that one, and that was you know was uh, that fun? It was awesome. Wow, it was incredible. So they only had like eleven shows this year, or something like that. Or who's even? I mean, it, Glenn Fry's deceased. It was Joe Walsh yeah. is still there. Wow, uh, Glenn Fry's deceased. So it's Don, uh, no Don Henley. No um, Don Henley. No wait, is it Don Henley's son? One of their sons was playing. Um, Walsh was there, and then. Um, it's the country singer that's that plays with them too, Vince Gill. Okay. Oh wow. So he was there, and he's a phenomenal. I mean, they had the orchestra, the Lincoln or Omaha, wherever we were. It was Omaha, Omaha Orchestra playing with them that night, which just blows your mind. And like, there's like literally like nine of them, nine of the Eagle. You know, I mean, like they. It was freaking phenomenal. Wow. Glenn Fry. Glenn Fry is there. Glenn Fry's still alive because he played two of his songs, I think, or maybe it was his son. Oh my gosh! See, that's kind of details I don't. I thought know. I thought Glenn Fry died died recently, but I maybe could. it was Glenn Fry. I don't know. Anyway, um, whatever. But they played two of his songs. Wow. Okay. And then they played two Joe Walsh songs. Which ones? I don't know the name. 
Yeah. Okay. You know, the most famous Life's ones. been good. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was the one. And Walk Away was a big yeah. James Gang. I think that was James Gang, not Joe Walsh. But... I can't. Yeah, two of his most popular yeah. songs. Yeah, okay. I know Life is Good was one of them. Um, that's the sad thing. It's like I could... And, and honestly, if I was listening to it on the radio, I could tell you exactly. A lot of times when Candy and I play that game, I know the artist, and she'll get the song before me, but I always can nail the artist. Are um, you... Uh, uh, do you do you get on TikTok ever? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's I haven't been on uh, too much recently, but there's uh, there's a gal. You keep you, we need to get you out of here. Well, no, I was just looking to see. I hadn't looked at the clock in a while. It's four thirty. Um, so, but probably by five. That's yeah. Well, I, yeah, we, we'll 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 wrap in just a sec. Um, I have to. Okay, so I gotta I gotta send you. We're gonna get off track. No. Oh, I gotta send you Russell Wilson Unlimited and Luke Bryan <laughs> Hunting. hunting. Uh, there is a, a TikTok account, uh, and her name is escaping me right now, but it's this uh, Vikings f- fan. She's probably, ja- her name's Jackie, and she's probably in her 60s. Um, and her, I think it's her nieces just, they just make content of her. Uh, and a lot of it, she drinks, she drinks the shit out of Miller Lite with tomato, tomato juice. Wine, Miller Lite with with tomato juice. Yeah. That's That's what, that's what she's, she's a, I think she's a, uh, postal worker. I think she's a letter carrier maybe. Um, but when she's not working, she is drinking Miller Lite with tomato juice in it. And she's a your service, Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And she's a huge Vikings fan. Oh. Like, so they'll, they'll record, uh, her watching the game, you know, God dang, what's you know? that dance that Jefferson's created. It's called the, the whole dance that all these kids are doing. And my daughter showed it to me today. Okay. And it, it's the, your, I see rookie this year was his second year. Jefferson, the wide receiver. Okay. And it's called like, Oh uh, yes. The, Giddy, the, I think it's gritty, called the, the gritty, gr- gritty, okay. gritty. My gritty. daughter's done it yeah. too. Yeah. So she was showing me all this. So well, I'm wondering if Jackie does the gritty. I don't think so. Okay. But uh, another thing they'll do is they'll get, you know, they'll have a laptop up and they'll play a song. Seventies, uh, eighties, nineties, typically is the the span, and she's got to do. Uh, artist and track name and she's really good like she knows oh, like how fast she can do well, it well or she just, sings it like no a... no she's just got to say it's, okay. it's not necessarily a timed thing yeah um but she she knows her classic rock inside and out um it's just i don't know man it's just a cute i just randomly came across it it's a cute account and i it's ever since i first came across it it's really blown up oh, yeah. so okay yeah uh Jackie. Not on it every day, but so um, I did some really stupid things, like with my nephew and my kids, like with TikTok just being silly over the summer when we were in Albany, because Albany is this little town in Missouri where Candy's from. Mm-hmm. So I posted some stuff on TikTok that's just goofy. Yeah, that's yeah, that's harmless. For. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't do anything get you in trouble. No. Yeah. Oh gosh, no. Yeah. Drinking so, beers in trouble, and then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. like if you're, I've, I, I do, uh, we do, she'll, will you do this one with me? And we got, I got to like learn the dance or whatever. And then we do it. And, yeah. 
I look fat and stupid. And, um, <laughs> yeah, old. Uh, that's I've mastered. So, are there any others? You know, uh, if I guess to to be cliche, if you had to make a, a Mount Rushmore, and three eleven music's up there, um, what are Phil and the Beastie other? Boys, Paul's Boutique, Paul's Boutique, definitely would be up there. God, that's a good one. Um, man. I mean, I, I you know I I couldn't do what's I couldn't do just four or five. That'd be too hard. I think. I mean, well, Lenny I mean, Kravitz was a huge, which, which, so I'd say um, the one. Are you going to go my way? No, the one before that. Yeah. Live and let, or let, let love rule. rule. That yeah. would have to be on there. Per, like purple, right? Um, I don't know. Well, I might, no, I don't okay. think that one is. I think the good, one after good that record. is. But that would have to be on there for sure. Um, I mean, I would, ha- I mean, I would have to put... Def Leppard Hysteria God, on there. Dude, I, I saw a video not too long ago. Uh, I, know, I think it was a tailgate. Uh, or actually, yeah, I, I think it was a tailgate. But anyway, uh, the, the people are drinking and playing bags and playing, listening to music and doing whatever, and uh, somebody plays Hysteria, the title track. And at first, a few people are like, kind of cringe, like looking around. But like, fifteen seconds in, everybody in the footage, <laughs> every yes. word at the top of their, lo- and even to, down to the little nuances, like "say you will," you know, yeah. like just. And then that that that, that Steve Clark says, bah, bah, bah. "I mean." Uh, and, it's, and, and that's where I think my Mount Rushmore has to be the older one. I think then Molly Crew, Dr. Feelgood has to be on there too. Kay. I mean, if I had to pick, because I've listened to those now for so many years, like I could see um, A Desperate Man by Eric Church being one, you know, but I, I wouldn't, I couldn't put it on it for another 10, 15 years. I'm still listening to that, you know, as much as I do. Luke Combs Kay. is another one that I continue to listen to. I mean, ACDC Back in Black would have to be that one. Or. The, um, the razor's edge you know one of those two would have to be in top 10 you know now i'm broadening it to top 10 but sure you know fine. pearl jam um 10 10 yeah would have to be on there then the one after that was versus phenomenal yeah, yeah phenomenal. no not versus stretch. i think there was another one which one had um the old man behind the counter or whatever yeah. is that I versus think i think that's oh, okay. versus okay so had animal and daughter yeah, and yeah yeah is that versus okay i think so i yeah. think so See, and that's how bad i am with names yeah. and albums um <laughs> i mean you know smashing pumpkins would have to fall in there but it's like with with them i don't know which album it would be like there's just songs yeah throughout like, yeah i couldn't put one album you know um on there just like nirvana was one that i listened to a ton of it but i couldn't put an album in there but like foo fighters is another one that i just think is unbelievable have you seen them live I've not seen them me live. either and it's something but you I mean, really dig them I i've never really spent a whole lot of time but with there's their not stuff. a single album like it's just certain songs okay. that i freaking like wheels is one that i just i mean love i mean candy and i actually this would have been probably six months ago during covid where we created a list of our top 200 songs and wrote them down on a piece of paper, you know, and on so, a pad, yeah, like with your, on the same pad. Yeah. <laughs> Not even realizing now that I used to do that, and then I did it with her, you know, like. But I mean, that's how much we love music. Nice. It's just, you know, I know I'm forgetting stuff. I mean, yeah, like, I would have to put. 
I would have to put Snoop Dogg or Dr. Dre's those album, um, Chronic, Chronic and Doggy Style, or uh, yeah, I'd have to put one of those, yeah, or maybe both of them, right? I mean, Ice Cube, there he's another one where his albums. I mean, I have to say, whatever one was after Kill It Will, like Lethal Injection, okay, that one, yeah, would have to be up there too, you know. And then even N.W.A. and the Posse, Boys in the Hood, yeah, like that would have to be there. What um, about your sister? Was she when no. you were growing up? Was she into music? Mm-mm. She wasn't like Not checking really. out what you were checking out, and she had her own. I mean, she was my little sister, so I was, and she was super smart on the drill team, straight A's. What, what you know, where I'm like age difference, uh, three years. Okay, two okay. and a half years, two years and three quarters, whatever. And so. she's where now? She's in Olathe. She's a counselor at Olathe Northwest. That's right. That's right. School. So, uh, she has one son, okay. Tyler. Now he has a really nice car. He's he, he saved his money, and so. But I don't know what music he listens to, but I'm sure he has a soundtrack. Is she in that car. with Tyler's dad? Yeah. And yeah. does he li- still? Does he listen to music? No, not, not really. Wow. No, because you know, I, and I say this because when they come to our house, we have music playing. Uh huh. And when I go to their house, the TV's on. Music on. Oh, wow. or the TV's on. Yeah. 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 So where Candy and I, I mean, literally, twenty four seven, we have the music on pretty much. I love it. I did start load in the past few months. Like I even tried this not last night the night before where I was listening to music when I was laying down. I had to shut it off to go to sleep. Where I used to just fall asleep to music. Oh wow. But I think and that's just happened in the last year, but I think that has to do with where music stimulates me so much that I really like listening to it that it doesn't help me shut off my mind anymore. Okay. I have to just naturally shut my mind off and turn off. I used to fall asleep with the TV on or music, yeah. and now I, I don't. I, I shut it off. It's weird. Uh, Ever since I turned 50, so. Hmm. You make it. You keep making it sound like I'm in for just a world of surprise here in the next three years. <laughs> I feel like I got a pretty good idea of... Uh, how things are like okay, we'll see as far as we'll, we'll circle back to that in uh, episode 69 <laughs> back here in two years right wherever you're at right. so we yeah, can reference that we could reference you still making this house uh, i mean we can make this like you know we could talk about quarterly how, thing how horribly overpaid the broncos russell for russell wilson you know trade was just, you know it, that's that's what we get for not being able to draft a quarterback since the franchise started in 1968 brian greasy exactly like i said we haven't <laughs> been able to draft a quarterback winning winning quarterback that can win a super bowl so we have to give away the farm and cutler. trade for one cutler which I'm good with. cutler was cutler had potential man exactly what, did he go to vanderbilt yes i saw I him mean, play at vanderbilt did you really yeah oh wow yeah, i was at, uh, running the wichita yayas and i went to a date party up there and saw him play okay that year wow yeah i went to the game um yeah, he's like, uh, let me see who else. Cutler. I mean, Cutler was better than Drew Locke. I'll give you that. But, yeah. you know, it's like you can't try to think. Yeah, Greasy and Cutler probably were the two that at some point we thought were the answer, but and we're not. Rightfully so. I mean, like, like I mean, we. Cutler's now a famous uh, whatever on video, you know, on whatever. He, he and his wife, I think, did a thing and now well, they're you divorced know, or whatever. You know who he hangs out with sometimes is Nate Bargatze. Who's a stand-up comic that is oh. really good. He's oh, really good. Uh, and he's like an insane Vanderbilt fan. Like he's his whole all of it. They won the 
a big game here yeah the yeah yeah before, i think uh he's he's a really good comic though yeah. and uh cutler comes on Jay cutler is a good comic no <laughs> nate bargazzi no. but he has a podcast and i think it's called nate land and uh, i've seen cutler on there like a couple times i'm like holy shit that's yeah. that's pretty fucking cool yeah. like uh and he looks like like chill he looks or. he looks like he's like happy yeah uh because for a lot of years he didn't well he never he never made it in denver and never made it in chicago i know either and team he, with all the high expectations and talk about, about like 311 and carrot top like he got shit on by a lot of people oh yeah whether it's like he, he's the guy that doesn't care or the cigarette thing or who he's dating it's just or, really hard for me to compare anyone being shit on as much as lynn elliott when he missed those field goals for the chiefs I mean, he. Yeah, I don't think that was even, the '95 Colts game when it was freezing. Ten uh-huh. seven, I think, was the that, final. That sounds right. Yeah, uh, and he missed one. He missed multiple field I goals. I think he missed three. Yeah, I uh, got ran out of town, and I've never yeah. heard of them since. But yeah, that's when I think about somebody getting shit on. Like, yeah, that was pretty bad. He got, I mean, uh, I mean, rightfully so. I mean, yeah. if you're a field goal kicker in the NFL, you better be able to make those field goals and you sure can't miss three times in well a game, also if you're running an nfl franchise that goes 13 and three with first round by home field advantage throughout several times in a decade yeah you should probably be able to generate more than seven points Joe montana marcus allen and, you should probably yeah. be able to matriculate the ball down the field uh and score some touchdowns yeah. if you expect to i don't know win a playoff game <laughs> ever Oh man! Well, let's get you out of here. Um, and I'm super glad you said yes. Uh, and then, kind of, yeah, we were able to just kind of get you here quick and with very little notice. And um, I'm very, very happy. I, like I've, I've said this uh, a couple times already on other episodes, but uh, man, the gift of time is uh invaluable and when somebody just willingly will give you like two hours out of their saturday or three hours out of a tuesday evening or or fucking whatever five minutes to take you to the mechanic to pick up your car yeah i just i find my time is because you know money and food and booze and get all of that is kind of like but time right especially for those of us that are in our late 50s or late 40s and early 50s uh, with children <laughs> with children like there's not a lot of it to go around so um and the demands of the restaurant industry yeah all yeah the other things going on with food manufacturing um well you'll have to tell candy i said hello and give her a hug for me yeah i thought for a second i thought there was a possibility that you were going to bring her i know i actually offered okay i offered to bring her if she wanted to come and i told her what i was doing uh-huh. and then i offered to bring my daughter too okay just uh because she was like you're doing what and i'm like you want to come yeah <laughs> you know cool. i mean that sounds so you like you never know they might you know if they hear this or however that this sounds gets like out, uh, they might do that next time you know. guys have a, your relationship is strong right now yeah you, yeah oh yeah I not not too far in the rear view it seemed like she was giving you and her mom a run for your oh guys's yeah money. oh yeah she admits to it when she was 12 and 13 it was pretty bad she's kind of over that but she tell you she loves you and give you hugs mm-hmm. oh man yeah good job my boys do that still both of them nice yeah e- 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 even every in, time in public uh-huh oh yep that just 
goosebumps right oh, there. Oh, yeah, because like, I'll talk to them, and I'll be like, I love you. And they're like, I love you too, Dad. And they'll sometimes say it first. Are Candy's so. boys affectionate with her? Uh-huh. Good. She, they say they love me too. Nice. Like, yeah, that's Very pretty nice. cool. Yeah. And um, they're my kids love my, they're old love enough me. now that you're not just some dude that's dating their oh, mom. No, they know no. that you... Like our anniversary was just March 3rd, so they uh, okay. sent some nice... The oldest, Tayton, sent something really nice. Cool. Yeah. So, Very nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. He didn't get... He didn't add any pieces of jewelry to your collection though <laughs> not at this point okay but i think probably i'm finally going to get a broncos uh, super bowl replica ring when we win next year so oh. i think that'll go on one of these hands i mean the baseball maybe. yeah here we are back in uh eric eric has fiction land no i was asking if any of the boys candy's boys had bestowed upon you the gift of jewelry oh, to add to no. your no. You're running out. You're running out of body parts. I honestly, I might have to, you know, give this to one of the boys, and not this one. This one, pass it down. So I, I gotta it. say, uh, with all of your bling, I really, really, really love. Uh, the, how many watches do you have? Well, I have. This was one of three, but the okay. other two have broken. So and this one I just was able to get fixed. So okay. Unfortunately, now I only have one watch that I wear, but I've got. I really. Uh, have just personally uh i have to give you a ton of kudos for sticking with like a, a traditional watch that's you know good looking and it just tells you the time oh yeah because i can't stand just every like there's i know it's like hey this you're driving east you're watching this, well, you're well east, text text you know longitude latitude there are people on my list that I want to have on for episodes, and if they say yes, I'm going going to say the Apple Watch gets put oh, on. Oh yeah, the Apple Watch. Oh yeah. Because I, it's so rude. No, like I just know. anyway. No, Candy, has, Candy has an Apple Watch. I'm a curmudgeon. My has an Apple Watch, so yeah. But I wouldn't have a cell phone if I didn't have to have one. Right. That's really man. I mean. All right, let's get you out of here. Thanks right. again. Uh, I usually get this up. Uh, in a couple days, uh, and there's a YouTube if you want to watch it, and oh yeah, YouTube. the website yeah. has just the audio if you want to just listen to it. Yeah, send that to me too. I'll send them both to you. Cool. Yeah. Um, I have the, well, send me the website so then I can see your first four episodes. It's a big time commitment if you're gonna. I know. I'm if you're gonna to... take take a bite out of those. All right, so man. Which way it goes if it keeps being? Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you start talking about hockey, I might, you might lose me. But... Right. Right. <laughs> All right, man. Thank right. you. Right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Blair. Thanks, <laughs> Blair.